Hello everyone, Eric Watson here, freelance writer, player of games, writer of words, recorder of videos, and a tabletop role-playing aficionado. Welcome to Patron D&D, where platinum-level patrons and I get together to play Dungeons and Dragons via Discord and Roll20. These sessions are entirely supported by patrons of patreon.com slash roguewatson. Patrons also get exclusive access to private videos, custom 5e content, and participate in monthly DM roundtables. These patron D&D games are not live-streamed, but are recorded for your viewing pleasure. You can watch more D&D sessions, reviews, and crafting streams on my channel. Read recaps at roguewatson.com. You can listen to all of these shows with the Rogue Watson podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow me on Twitter at roguewatson and join our official Discord server with invite link in the description below. Welcome to Chapter 1, Episode 1 of our Empire of the Ghouls campaign, designed by Richard Green and published by Cobalt Press. This session, I am joined by patrons Brandon playing Bon, the Cobalt Bard. Hello. Dory playing Io, the Gearforged Circle of the Moon Druid. Hello. Genocider playing Kovac, the Rat Folk Rogue. Hello. Tyler playing Garrosh, the Trollkin Barbarian. Hello. Stan playing Alaric, the Dampier Death Domain Cleric. Greetings. Previously on Empire of the Ghouls, this is our first session, but I do have a backstory. Ten years ago, the Ghoul Imperium of the Underworld and the Vampires of Morgau marched into Krakova and conquered the kingdom entirely, establishing the Greater Duchy of Morgau and expanding the borders of the Blood Kingdom. The undead occupation has been kept in check by resistance from the court in exile, as well as opportunistic reaver dwarves who sailed across the Niter Straits. But the hidden machinations of the ghouls swirl beneath the surface. Rumors abound of an even more sinister plot that threatens not just one kingdom, but the entire world of Midgard. The free city of Zobek lies at the crossroads of the dwarven homelands and the iron crags to the west and ancient Margrave forest to the east and the occupied kingdom of the greater duchy of Morgau to the north. Strange things are afoot beneath the cobbled streets of Zobek and the alleys of the free city are rampant with rumors most foul. For several weeks, various Zobek citizens in the neighborhood south of Crown Square have gone missing and all signs ruefully point to the inconspicuous kobolds of the nearby ghetto. By all accounts, the roster of missing persons seems erratic at best, but as the weeks have ambled along, the mounting suspicions of Zobek's guildmasters have been galvanized by the disappearance of a few residents of notable and often ill repute. The air around Lower Zobek has grown thick with speculation, and a dangerous civil unrest festers among the hearts of otherwise law-abiding people. Tucked away in an alley south of Crown Square, the tiny establishment known as the Rampant Roach is an unassuming kobold eatery. The dimly lit tavern is filled with the aroma of spiced savory meats. It's been a safe haven for you for several weeks, a place to unwind after menial jobs around the free city of Zobek, and it's where you met your current companions. First up in the Rampant Roach, we've got... Alaric, describe what everyone sees when you come through the doors of this tavern. Alaric is about six feet tall, relatively thin build, uh, about 165 pounds. Uh, fair complected, has ice blue eyes, longer black hair, wearing uh, dark clothes, and today he's wearing um, an electric blue cloak, just feeling like brightening up the atmosphere a little bit as he walks in, gives a nod to the bartender, gives a, a wink to one of the servant girls and takes his normal table. <laughs> All 
All right, and next entering the bar, we have Bon Cobalt. What do people see when you come inside? When Bon steps inside, they see a small, diminutive, uh, older uh, cobalt, uh, red scales, uh, frail, looks like a weak demeanor, but there's something that belies um, that weak demeanor in his look. Uh, normally, he's found in a fine golden silk hooded robe, uh, and there's large tufts of white hair that protrude from his eyebrows. Well, how are you, Alaric? It's getting cold out. Getting cold. <clears throat> Behind uh, Bon comes our large Trollkin friend, Garrosh. What do people see when you step into the bar? Yeah, Garrosh kind of like ducks his head as he steps to the, uh, into the, <laughs> the door. He's about 6'11". He's, got, he's a taller, slimmer build, but very muscular. Um, he's got a uh, these fashioned leather straps around what seems to be uh, like a shoulder pad made of leather and all under its uh, fur. Um, other than that, you don't, he doesn't have any other armor on. Um, he has a giant greatsword on his back that kind of hits the top of the archway as he walks in. As he goes, oh, Barn, Elric, where are the drinks? They'll be here when you order them. Coming in behind the troll is a Gearforge Druid. Io, what do everyone see when you step in the bar? When Io walks in, you see roughly a six foot four uh, Gearforged. Probably one of my most distinctive features is my. Uh, rose gold hue to my my body uh, i have rose quartz colored eyes uh, currently i am bald with some uh, artificial flowers adorning my head every once in a while you will see io donning wigs just to remain in touch with my human form uh, i have several flower and leaf markings all over my body, including a smile that resembles a vine trail with a, a leaf on either side. Uh, the leaf on the right side of my face, it radiates more of a bright, vibrant, rosy glow. And in addition to that, I have etchings along both of my forearms that depict the many phases of the moon. I wield a staff, and I, you can see that I have made adaptations to my body to incorporate uh, plates of armor into that. And as I walk in, uh, I see the gentleman at the gathering at the table, and I'll say, Hello, boys. How have you been today? Hello, Io. Alaric would smile broadly and wave for Io to come over and has a seat already uh, saved next to him. I ordered your usual. You mean nothing? 
<laughs> yeah. oil, oil can. <laughs> <laughs> oil can. Uh, last and and possibly the smallest, uh, we have a rat folk comes into the tavern. Uh, Kovac, please describe yourself. All right, when Kovac walks in, you see uh, basically a dog-sized rat walking on its hind legs. So he's about three feet tall, 40 pounds, uh, dark gray fur, pink nose, blood red eyes. Uh, he's wearing leather armor over uh, really dingy and tattered clothes. And he's got a tattered cloak with a hood, and uh, his ears are poking through the hood. And it doesn't really cover his uh, rat-like snout. It pokes out. And uh, whenever I walk, I, I tend to scamper. So I will scamper up, and as I go by the table to get my drink from the bar, I'll whisper to Bon, hey, I, I got that stuff we was after. Excellent. I keep going. <laughs> yeah, the Tavern uh, looks about normal, and, and one of the reasons you like it here is because it's not a big, crowded area. There's not a lot of comings and goings. Um, it's just kind of a nice, you know, hole-in-the-wall place that feels very authentic Zobek, and uh, you just appreciate the atmosphere. And you also are on a first-name basis uh, with the owner of the tavern, uh, Skirtle, who is this friendly uh, orange-scaled... It says orange-scaled in the tavern. I, all of these cobalt seem to be orange-scaled by default. Um, but you know that he is someone who never turns anyone away. He makes sure everybody always is fed, um, he's been known to maybe forget to pick up tabs, uh, and not to where people take advantage of him and they laugh about it behind his back, but because he knows a lot of, especially his clientele, are in poverty. And uh, he's just a person who tries to do the right thing and help people out. He always gives generous helpings, extra sides to every meal. Uh, just uh, an absolute sweetheart of a cobalt. And normally he's he's in really good spirits and he's really uh, you know friendly and 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 chummy and chatty, and he comes over to the table with you all after he, you know, gives out um, your usual drinks and everything. And, uh, you know, his his face is very downcast, and he kind of lingers by the table a little bit. He says, My friends, I do not wish to impose, but you all seem uh, so capable and strong. I have a problem. Or, rather, my nephew, Brick, has a problem. And he indicates a, a table uh, nearby where you can see a younger kobold uh, sitting nervously, staring into his drink. And he's flanked by two larger uh, female kobolds who stand around him protectively. As you may have heard, there have been many disappearances around this area. And when bad things happen around here, of course, we uh, kobolds are to blame. The first to blame. Apparently the uh, daughter of the uh, local blacksmith the latest victim. Now, I know Brick was here in the tavern on that night. He's here most nights, after working for me during the day. But many folks are blaming him. Uh, the investigation is still ongoing, and I fear for his safety when he's out making deliveries or catching food in the cartways. I, I do not have much money, but I can offer each of you uh, five gold per day to protect my nephew until things settle back down. Sounds reasonable to me. 
Who are you expecting to be the threats? Well, the the uh, the, the blacksmith himself, uh, uh, Heston, is his name. He has been uh, quite vocal and loud about his uh, anger over this situation. Apparently, he found uh, Brick's uh, dagger in her room. Uh, now, Brick told me he lost it uh, in the cartways while hunting rats the other day. And uh, I, of course, I believe him. But uh, Blacksmith is certain that uh, Brick had something to do with this. And he's been uh, very loud and seems to be uh, angering a lot of people. And, and people are starting to listen. That has me very worried. Am sure I familiar with the... that night? Uh, sorry, go ahead, Stan. You're sure he was here that night? Yes, we are very sure. Uh, in fact, uh, the City Watch uh, came here uh, just the other day and interviewed a bunch of us. And uh, we were all able to uh, confirm that uh, Brick was here. Like I said, he's here every night. And you all are not here every night, but the nights you are here, you, you do recognize um, this person. You probably never interacted with uh, him specifically but you do recognize that he is an employee of this place. You maybe never realized that he was actually related uh, to the owner, Skirtle. Uh, uh, what are you saying, Janicider? Uh, am I familiar at all with the blacksmith? Do I know if he's a human or a kobold or whatever? Uh, the blacksmith is a human. You uh, So just to give you some context, Zobek is probably 75% human. Okay. So... Uh, Definitely majority there. Um, it's probably the next one is uh, Kobolds, honestly, at probably like 15 to 20%. And then everybody else is the remaining percent. <laughs> With surprisingly, Gearforge probably being the next biggest one. There's actually quite a, because it's a big city and there's a number of uh, Gearforged here. Hey, little folks got to stick together. Mm -hmm. Count me in. No, that's respectfully. Sounds interesting. I'll take along. Yes, I am. I'm hoping that your uh, mere uh, uh, presence and uh, for some of you size uh, would be enough to deter any unpleasantness. Kind of see, girl stand up and just straighten his body out. Yeah, would be quite foolish. Well, if I'm protecting your nephew, was it? Um, yes. They might not be seeing me, but I'll be there. I very much appreciate that, yes. Uh, you are, of, of course, free to uh, talk to him yourself. I have uh, already uh, told him I will try to find uh, some help for him. Uh, he's, uh, he's a good boy. Uh, he sometimes has a bit of a... Uh, do we say... Uh, a chip on the shoulder? Uh, you know, angry sometimes at, at uh, the uh, circumstances of the city's life. But he, he is a good boy. He, he works hard for me. Kovac, you're good with kids. You want to talk to this guy? <laughs> Mr. Mister 7,000 kids or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. 
I'll go talk to him. Sure. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, kid. Uh, he, uh, you, you can see, uh, when you walk over there, um, and now you recognize, and again, this, this cobalt you've seen before, you just probably have never actually, you know, talked to him. You just seen him here. Um, and he is a younger cobalt, very much the same, you know, colored scales as, uh, Skirtle. And the two, uh, female cobalts are, uh, pretty buff and muscular. I mean, they're still cobalts, but, you know, they look like they, you know, a bit scrappier and they both kind of like size you up for a second, Kovac, um, and then look to Skirtle and then kind of nod at you and, Fan out a little bit, <laughs> and you give see, a disarming smile. Yeah, <laughs> Brick kind of <laughs> looks up glumly. Hey, hey, uh, you're, we just talked to your uncle over there. Sounds like uh, you got some problems. <sighs> problems? Yeah, uh, I already told him. I just I I lost the dagger when I was hunting rats. How was that? that nice dagger I'd bought uh, like a year ago. I saved up so much for it. Uh, stupid, Where'd stupid. You buy it? I bought it Did here. You buy it from this guy? From which guy? Oh, the same blacksmith. Oh. Um, he's like, oh, no, it was some some dealer here in town, but I, and he looks downcast. I did have it serviced uh, at the blacksmith. You know, I had a real dagger. I could, I could get my dagger all polished, nice. I, I think that's why I recognized it. I don't know how the hell he got it. I wasn't anywhere near. I, I don't even know where his daughter's house is. Like, whoa. he just stares at his drink again. They're all saying I did something bad. Well, uh, we're going to protect you and get to the bottom and find out what happened. So don't worry. Oh, I, oh thanks. Thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, Kovac, you can have a point of inspiration for uh, talking Wait. up for Brick there. Did he seem believable? Uh, roll an insight check. <laughs> <laughs> A 24 is a pretty good opening roll for the campaign. <laughs> Wowzers. Almost a nat 20. Um, yes, Kovac. You are pretty sure that he is... Um, whatever he's saying is is truthful. He is professing to not know anything about the situation. Um, and everything that he said is uh, seems to be 100% true to you. It seems that he did lose the dagger. Um and but he's been implicated in this the dagger was found uh at uh this crime scene i guess and that he had uh but he had lost it before and that he had had it serviced before at the blacksmith and that's why it was recognized all right i'll, I'll come back to the table kind of re report what he told me yeah I, I think we can believe this kid I don't trust no shady humans. <laughs> but now our job is to babysit. Or we could go check out this blacksmith fella. Find out what he's into. Where did he say he lost the dagger again? Uh, in an alley hunting rats. 
So did he say which alley? I'm sure he didn't. So. You go ask. Yeah, <laughs> so you yeah. Go. <laughs> we're playing a game of telephone now. With the, you go yeah. talk, and then you report it's back. A, hey, can can you come to the talk table? <laughs> <laughs> we need to give this intel to everybody. Uh, yeah, yeah. He he saunters over, and he he kind of puffs out his chest a little bit, like he's one of the crew, and and you know, really trying to uh, make his presence a little larger and kind of looks at all of you but still with definitely the wide-eyed uh kind of like a child seeing a bunch of like you know superheroes down the street or something yeah uh hey now don't get ahead of yourself son which of the alleys did you lose your dagger in gosh you're uh you're dressed really nice I repeat my question. <laughs> Stay on topic, kid. Stay on topic. Yeah. Uh, he says, oh, uh, well, it wasn't an alley. Exactly. I mean, it was down in the cartways. Uh, that's, that's where we get a lot of the, uh, you know, the, 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 the food that we serve here. Uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of things found down there. And you all, even if those of you that aren't native to Zobek, uh, you've probably been in this city long enough to know the cartways are old uh, mining tunnels beneath the city that have long since been basically abandoned and, of course, are now an absolute haven for black market deals, illicit trading, all kinds of uh, nasty, weird stuff going on down there. Um, And it's probably full of uh, vermin. No offense to Zobek. (laughs) <laughs> so that's where he mentioned that he had lost the dagger it's my experience that if you're blamed for something you didn't do it's more than likely someone is framing you who have you upset I got said anybody i mean even even heston was uh, he, he serviced my dagger i just a couple months ago it was and you know he was a he was a a little gruff about it but i mean he still took my money and did it but uh, i mean well you guys know lately it's just been it's been getting really bad with all the disappearances and stuff and now everybody's suddenly grumbling and 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 kicking us small folk around. That is nothing new. I don't know. This time it's real bad. Uh, listen, I... So I, are you good. accompanying us, or are you staying here? Oh, no. I, I, still, got, I still got work to do. Uh, I mean, not tonight. We can... We can chill here tonight but uh starting tomorrow you know I, I got i got deliveries to make i got i got stuff i gotta do but uh uncle skirtle says uh no you guys are gonna i guess you're hired to come with me right you know unfortunately yeah <laughs> where where do you have deliveries well, near either of these locations I got, uh, let's see. DM checks his notes. 
I got, uh, well, actually, I got two uh, here in uh, Lower Zobek and then one over at the Collegium District. Then I got to do some uh, shopping over in the market, pick up some supplies. That's, that's tomorrow's agenda. Not a fan, you know. Don't like going out during the day so much. Understandable. And uh, you, and Vaughn, obviously, you. you would know. Um, <laughs> yeah, Cobalt's have sunlight sensitivity here in <laughs> Midgard, yes. so they are a, uh, a usually a subterranean a dwelling race. Yeah, mm. and he kind of gets the short end of the stick by having to go around and do a bunch of errands during the day. Well, I will go with you. And you just think of me as your shadow. I won't interfere unless I need to. When he when I he looks at yeah, when he looks at you, uh, he gets he kind of like a shiver goes over him. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's yeah, that's great. Um, Alaric hasn't made a scene in this location. He's he would be considered charming to the staff mm-hmm. and stuff and. Trying to use the charisma to eh, maybe get a drink discount here and there, those kind of things. And in this area, this is this is the new home, so he would be a little more warm. But when he does say that, you probably won't even know that would possibly get a shiver. Yeah, definitely had an effect. Um, Skirtle uh, says, "I I cannot uh, thank you enough. Uh, truly, this is." Uh, very, very kind of you all. Uh, I do hope it uh, will not come to uh, having to do anything. Of course, uh, you know, the, the City Watch uh, would not take too quite kindly for any uh, violence or anything. If they find out. <laughs> um, but with that, uh, you are all free to uh, retire for the evening. And you can join, uh, basically agree to meet back here uh, tomorrow to uh, start helping Brick uh, with his deliveries. Unless, as you mentioned, if you wanted to go um, uh, pay a visit to the blacksmith, you can do that either now, you can do it tomorrow. Just let me know before I transition you to the next day. (laughs) Did you want to start this evening by speaking with Heston, or should we start tomorrow by escorting this one? Are you talking to Skirtle or one of your party members? Party. The party in general. Okay. I vote tomorrow. I agree. Don't want to tip a hand. Then we'll pretend like we know nothing else for now. See you in the morning, unfortunately, again. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you all agree to uh, retire. You gain the benefits of a long rest, which you don't need <laughs> right now at the moment. Um, and then on the next day, you meet up at the Rampant Roach again. Brick is there. He's got uh, some, uh, like, a backpack. Uh, like uh, That's called a satchel. That's probably more... A satchel, and he's got several um, wrapped lunches, and uh, those are his deliveries today. He is the uh, Uber Eats uh, of the Rampant Roach. He says, uh, so uh, I, I just got to make some deliveries 
uh, around town. I, I guess uh, you folks are coming with me. You're right behind you. Actually, have a bit of a map. I ripped this one off of the main Cobalt Press website and stitched it, stitched it together to be put on Roll Twenty. Because I figure if there's a city, we need a map for it. Uh, so this is a map of Zobek, and it is kind of cropped out because I didn't—I literally <laughs> pasted squares of it, so I didn't try to <laughs> do everything. Um, but the Rampant Roach is located about here. You can see the Cobalt Ghetto um, very close by to this area, and he says the first delivery is over in the Collegium District. So you all uh, huff it over here, and for some of you, this may be your first experience going here. Some of you may feel more accustomed to hanging around Lower Zobek. Um, others, uh, maybe when you go to Lower Zobek, it feels like you're slumming it a little bit. Uh, it just kind of depends on where all of your different uh, backgrounds and uh, familiarities lie. The Collegium District is uh, mostly home to the famous Arcane Collegium, which is a classic uh, school for magic users. And uh, uh, Brick is delivering a uh, some rat kebabs to a kobold student at the Arcane Collegium, um, whom he calls Page Turner. And he talks a lot about this uh, uh, female kobold practically gushing about how she's just the light of everyone's eyes and how she's like got this uh, upward mobility that a lot of kobolds don't see. Um, They're just destined to live out their lives uh, in the ghettos and uh, everybody's really rooting for her. And it is a very nondescript, uh, y'all don't notice anything uh, too untoward, except you do notice that whenever you're walking along, um, Zobek is a free city, it's very cosmopolitan, there's a lot of different races mingling together, and yet, now, recently, and you all have felt that racial tension get a little bit heavier specifically toward Kobolds, because all of these disappearances seem to be happening near the Kobold ghetto. And so everyone is just beginning to blame the kobolds. And you're getting a lot of, a little bit of whispers uh, here and there about um, all these kind of people just saying bad shit about the kobolds, basically. For this trip, I'd like to go full-length black cloak Mm. uh, with my uh, cloak of many fashions and try to stick to shadows. Um, following him, always keeping him with an eye shot, but not necessarily looking like I'm traveling with him. Okay. Yeah, when you all are traveling, what's the what's the setup here? I would say uh, Garrosh is probably just right behind him, off to the side a little bit, trying to keep that intimidating presence. Yeah, the size differential is hilarious with that one. <laughs> yeah. Do kobolds have a move speed of 25? I think it's 30. Um, okay. I'll, I'll, I'm lagging behind a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, everybody's... Well, I mean, I assume your normal walking speed is not necessarily your combat walking speed, because that's like, you're like rushing around, like how fast can you go in six seconds? I imagine I'm people aren't getting, going at that speed by default when they're walking down a city. Cutting action dash every Yeah, time. right. Although <laughs> I've, some people do walk very swiftly, naturally. <laughs> But Vaughn is probably short. Good. Short legs, probably a problem. I want to be close to uh, breaks, like uh, kind of like we're friends or something. Okay. 
Yeah, there, there's definitely an affinity there, but that um, a lot of folks, uh, and, and if people, you know, look down on kobolds, like rat folk are almost universally considered to be thieves, scoundrels, like everybody basically already treats you kind of shitty, uh, Kovac. Um, kobolds, uh, not quite at that level yet, <laughs> but you feel you feel like the mood is shifting lately. Um, to where people are, are thinking that. But the Cobalt is such a big population. I think that's what was the saving grace there. My uh, charisma right. is five, so I'm just used <laughs> to not, people. And you're a particularly... <laughs> 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 yeah, not the most charismatic uh, rat folk either. It doesn't help. Uh, but otherwise, the delivery goes off just fine. You can tell he kind of lingers a little bit and says, you know, he, he very much like a young man around um, a girl that he's interested in and uh, is all stammering and just... Uh, does not know what to say and um, awkward laughs and then um, she kind of nods and gets back to her studies and he, he kind of lingers too long to where it's a little bit awkward and then he kind of, you know, okay, thanks and then turns around and goes and he just kind of mutters to himself as he walks out like, ah. Uh, next stop, uh, you all leave the nice Collegium District and return back to Lower Zobek and this time you meet up with, uh, as Brick describes it, uh, Scruff, uh, he's a, a halfling, uh, and uh, one of the roachers. Uh, that's that's what we call ourselves. The you know the the workers of the the rampant roach that go out and and, and catch the food and stuff. Well, uh, Scruff was injured a few years ago while uh, hunting, and you could you could tell he almost doesn't want to say it when he looks at you, Kovacs. Hunting, uh, you know, rats, uh, in, in the cartways. Uh, so he he's retired now and. Uncle Skirtle always Uncle Skirtle always sends him a bowl of spider bisque each day as thanks. And sure enough, he's uh this halfling is um hobbling. Uh you can tell you can see his legs kind of misshapen as he answers the door of his a very small uh little home and thanks him uh very gruffly and just does not stay to talk at all and just kind of looks at all of you and shakes his head and then slams the door. <laughs> Ah, Scruff's a... He's not, uh, you know, he's not a charmer. Hey, Io, you fixed me up a few times. Looking possibly even worse than that. Do you think you or I might be able to fix him? Do something to help him out? I would have to... investigate his injuries more but possibly hey, come on we got a schedule here <laughs> you think based, based on the injury you saw you think it would take the level of like a greater restoration spell okay to try and restore him but uh but brick nods it at you all respectfully and says hi hey thanks i didn't know you guys had those that kind of power man well my power tends to bring peace uh, you could use a little more of that around here, I tell you that. Um, Not sure it's the one you want. <laughs> uh, as you're saying that, um, he kind of takes you down. And, and Scruff, you know, lived in kind of a, a dark, um, you know, dingy area of Lower Zobek. And you're kind of going through the alleyways. And uh, Brick's kind of skipping around ahead of you. And then all of a sudden, you see uh, hands come out and grab him. Um, and... 
I know some of you are very close by, so you're right there uh, with him. And it appears to be a uh, large human man uh, wielding a a, a large uh, spiked club in one hand. Another one steps out of the shadow. And it says, uh, Hey there, Kobold. Uh, what are you doing out of the ghetto? Uh, it's dangerous times for Kobolds to be out. Folks disappearing all over. You wouldn't know anything about that, would you? The Roche would step forward in front of him. If you want something to say to him, you can talk to me first as he kind of like limbers up. Okay. And starts slowly walking. Jeez, who's your friends? Alaric's going to attempt to uh, position himself to where only the uh, two men would be able to see his face, not the rest of the party. Okay, so basically... Once that's done, once that's done... It's hard to do, done, but I, I you like could to say something. maybe go behind, be the last person in the party, but still try and mm-hmm. make eye contact with all of them, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would probably flank on the other side, being the next largest individual mm-hmm. up in the front. No flanks, so I'm so uh, Garrosh is in between uh, Io and I. Uh, Garrosh, make it in, you can make an intimidate a, a strength intimidation check since you're literally just using your basically your body and presence. So by strength, do I just regular strength check then? Uh, if you if you don't have the proficiency in in, in uh, intimidation, then you could just make a strength check. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what, yeah. Whatever alleyway, the lights coming off, and maybe you kind of stumble a little bit. <laughs> oh, you probably like stumble over like a trash can lid or something. It just it loses all uh, glorious effect. Um. Of uh, whatever show of prowess you were doing, and in fact, uh, one of the one of them just sneers and says, huh, "What you're doing here?" But uh, these kobolds are trouble. It's that I will extend ah. my fangs and go, gentlemen. I expect you to leave and leave our friend alone now. All right, just roll. Smile. Yeah, give me some intimidation. Oh man! <laughs> you know what? These thugs are so distracted by everything uh, happening in here that they can't quite get a good beat on you. And, and uh, that, I, I, if that doesn't get them, I will cast a spell. Okay, I'll let you do that. Um, everybody else is kind of moving up into position. At this, I would look. I would look at him and say, "You had your chance. Your hour is now." And with that, the flesh would melt off of this. Appear to them to melt off of his face and his hands and he just points at them. Oh boy. They need to make they need to make a saving throw. This went into horror mode real quick. Creature can see must succeed on a charisma save or be stunned until the end of your next turn. Oh boy. How charismatic are these folks? Not very. Uh, uh DC of 13. So they basically see death incarnate. Yeah. Um, one of them, uh, definitely his eyes go wide, and he actually just drops his uh, spiked club right where it is and just is shocked uh, for a moment. Um, and then the other one looks back and forth and says, 
What's what's going on? He can see it. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, he sees it. I guess he's just not stunned by the effects of it. Yeah. Um, so he. Yeah, the one who's not stunned looks over his buddy, looks at you, looks at everybody else, and then and Brick is just kind of struggling his grass. Finally, he drops Brick and just kind of huffs and says, Ugh, "Whatever, these kobolds are gonna stab you all in the back anyway." And he just turns and runs. And then when the other one finally works out, is and speak up if any of the rest of you want to uh, interact here. This is kind of a uh, we haven't entered combat mode yet, so. And it looks like we probably won't. <laughs> when the other one uh, comes out of his stupor, he realizes his buddy is gone, his weapon's on the floor, and all of you are kind of crowding around, staring at him, so he um, just backs up instinctively. Rick just glares at him. I don't think you'll be needing this uh, club anymore, friend. You can <laughs> leave now. Ah! And he takes off running. Says, hey. I don't... Thanks, guys. Aya would like to look around. Was anybody watching that interaction while those two jumped him? I'll roll a perception check. And did Bon Me notice anything that they were wearing that would indicate insignias? Uh, no. Uh, in fact, they were dressed like... Uh, Normal uh, folks would probably be Oops. dressed around this area. Yeah. Yeah. No, like they didn't have any kind of uniforms or anything like that. Yeah. Um, Io, you're you're pretty sure there was nobody around here. This alleyway seemed to be pretty quiet. You imagine that might have been one of the reasons that they were. Uh, you're, you're not sure actually what reason they were to hang out here, but you know it was a. This particular alleyway has very little like sight lines, and it seems like a good alleyway for people to get jumped. And Brick says, "Ah, it's I get for." Trying to take shortcuts. Uh, I'm sorry, everyone. Is this your normal path, or do you change things up every day? I, sometimes I change stuff up. But, uh, you know, we some of these deliveries are new, and, and some are uh, daily. Okay. But, uh, Alec, will bend, Alec will bend down, pick up the club, and hand it to the garage. Uh, looks like you have a new toy. Yeah, you get a mace. <laughs> All right. Which of the deliveries are new deliveries? Uh, he mentioned the one in um, the Collegium District was a new delivery. Um, this one is a regular one, though. Uh, he says he delivers to Scruff every day. Okay. And then after this, it was um, shopping? He says, after this, they've got one more delivery. Um, and this one uh, is one that is a semi-regular, and it, it's nearby. That's And he kind of mentioned, he's like, I was taking this route to get, get us closer. Uh, and he, he says, um, uh, Uncle Skirtle, he pays a, a weekly tribute to uh, our new uh, Cobalt King, Kodo uh, Cragclaw. And well, and again, you all know Zobek, and you know the Kobold Kings are basically the rulers of the ghetto. Uh, and they kind of come and go, um, but they are very respected by Kobolds uh, in Zobek. It says, uh, of course, I don't uh, meet with the king himself, 
but uh, you know, I, I meet with a, a representative or, or something. Uh, and then he takes you all to uh, basically near the entrance uh, to the ghetto. And there you see a, uh, a blue-scaled uh, kobold wearing a long trench coat and a fedora. Um, and he kind of takes a minute to size all of you up and then nods. Says, uh, howdy folks. Uh, hey, there, Brick. Seems you made some new friends. Uh, yeah, well, uh, Uncle Skirtle talked to some regulars and, uh, helping me. Uh, uh, uh you, you should have seen him. Uh, these, these two big guys, they jumped me an alleyway, and these folks, they just, uh, they just scared him away. Didn't have to even... Pull out a sword or nothing. It was a polite conversation, nothing (laughs) major. (laughs) Oh, one of them was scared shitless. That was great. I don't even know what happened. And once again, this kobold just kind of looks at all of you very curiously. um, And then looks back at Brick and says, Anything? Actually, he turns to all of you and says, uh, Well... Perhaps I could ask all of you this. Uh, any of you all noticed anything odd around the rampant roach or anything in the area? I assume you're investigating. Oh, maybe, maybe. Imagine you'd be smoking a cigarette right now. <laughs> that was a thing. <laughs> Very noir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be. Checking some things out, you know, the the king's not too happy about all these disappearances and certain folks getting blamed for them. Well, it's not a good look. Oh, it is not. But clearly, the city watch isn't doing enough for folks down here, so maybe it's up to some folks down here and... You all look like folks down here. And I mean that as a compliment, of course. Uh, just keep your eyes open for us, if you would. What information could you share that we should be looking for? Perhaps we could uh, trade notes sometime in the future. I'll let you folks, uh, get back to it, though. What is your name, sir? Oh, my apologies. Name is Quarrel. And I work for the king. Get a business card? (laughs) (laughs) No, son, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Business card's for amateurs. I have... I just show up where I need to be. Coral King's P.I. Noted. That's right. Okay. Thank well, you. Uh, thank your uncle for the buttered beetle and worm sandwiches. Are delicious. And with that, kind of, yeah, go ahead. kind of give a little give a little nod. Not really saying anything in this conversation. Just a polite <laughs> nod. Yeah, you get the feeling he's got. Um, He's very interested in you all, particularly. 
but he's not willing to uh, divulge anything just yet. Plus, you're all, it's, you know, there's people walking around, it's the middle of the day, and uh, you can tell he, he feels uncomfortable here in the daylight. <laughs> because he's a kobold first, but also uh, because he's an investigator. The multi-level discussion is kind of hilarious to me. It's like you've got our kobold talking to him. Well, all of us are just kind of staring above. Looking <laughs> yeah, down that's true. That's true. <laughs> it gets very awkward at times. <laughs> uh, but then Rick leads you to the marketplace. Where uh, he's got to pick up some uh, ingredients. And uh, he just goes around and picks up basically just normal stuff, different kinds of um spices you can find at the market uh some maybe actual dried meats although he definitely goes to the cheapest possible place uh where maybe it's like meat that's like you know a day of needing to be thrown out or so um and some maybe more exotic ingredients and you all still hear a few uh you know rumors uh as you're kind of tiptoeing around in there uh, one of the you, you literally hear somebody passing by saying, oh, "I hear kobolds are catching more than rats these days. I hear they're catching babies right out of their bloody cribs." Another one says, uh, "I that Turner girl went missing, but it wasn't a kobold who took her. Take a lot more than one kobold with a knife to kidnap the blacksmith's daughter without so much as a squeal." That's of interest. And yeah, and you hear another one saying, um, I don't care what they sell down there, and there's not enough gold in Midgard to get me into those cartways. Those kind of, if those kobolds don't cut your neck, the grave robbers certainly will. Is grave robbers a group, or is it literally... Lowercase like g. Robbers? Okay. Yeah, just, just general people who rob graves. They haven't formed a club yet. <laughs> we all have haven't this... filed for haven't filed for the LLC yet. <laughs> we all have the shared interest. We should really uh, meet up sometime. <laughs> no way! You like robbing graves too. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody shows up in old lady pearls and everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, and 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 very much in the marketplace, you're getting um, you're getting some bad looks. The kobolds are getting bad looks specifically. Um, anytime, you know, purses are being clutched a little more, um, you know, furtive, uh, you know, glances and, and you all know, this is, um, not normal behavior. People might, you know, be a little racist towards kobolds, but not like openly disdaining them like they are right now. And it is certainly, um, upsetting. Otherwise, uh, you guys watch are watch presence around here. Uh, yes, there is. You can certainly talk to the watch. Uh, just or, clocking where they're at. Sure, yeah. Uh, there's definitely city watch all over the place. <laughs> Indeed. Any um, of them giving special attention to our charge? Uh, yes, but not necessarily in a like disdainful way, but just in a general like, oh, there's a party of uh, weird people walking around. What are they all about? Kind of a way. Not a human in the group. Right, yeah. Although, I, well, I think you, they wouldn't you necessarily pass. See, yeah. 
I don't think the rest of them could pass as human. You'd have to really dress up uh, Io. Put her in a skin suit. Speaking of grave robbing. <laughs> you know, could have had one in the alley there. The ultimate disguise self. Do some, uh, what's the dude from Sounds of the Lambs? Anyway. Um, otherwise, that is everything on Brick's agenda. And he says um, he can head back to the Roach now. And, and you notice that it's been the better part of the day at this point, rolling around um, the area. Oh, back. The cartways. Is that something we should investigate more? Yes. Should we bring Brick with us? I don't think so. I think he's a little too green. He's probably safer in the tavern. The only problem I have is that we won't know uh, where he's been down there unless we bring him with us. And honestly, I'm not really concerned for his safety. I'm more concerned about mine. (laughs) Just laying it out there. (laughs) My, my endearing NPC, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this guy. <laughs> Am I f- at all familiar with the, the cartways? You're probably the most familiar out of this party. Um, you would probably be more comfortable in them than most, but that doesn't necessarily mean you um, even like being down there. I mean, even... For you, um, it, it, the gross stuff doesn't gross you out, but it's it's dangerous. Like it's still fucking dangerous down there. It's where they go that. to kill and eat rats. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. I, I tell my all my kids to stay away from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's a bad neighborhood down there. That's a good point, though, uh, Bond. Maybe we should take him with us. I mean, uh, now that his the jobs are over. It's probably best we start proceeding there. He he mentions offhand as you guys, and I, I know you guys are having this side conversation, but he does uh, say to all of you, <laughs> it's funny you're mentioning that, and he says, uh, so that was all of today's trips, but uh, tomorrow uh, I gotta make uh, Uncle Skirtle said that our our normal supplier for our uh, more exotic ingredients he's off visiting family somewhere, and uh, the new one uh, he found a new supplier, but uh, fortunately he's down in the cartways. So I got to head down there, and I don't like going down there. I, I don't think I've been down there since I lost my knife, actually. Uh, so uh, I'm hoping you guys can uh, come back for day two. Help me out with that. Oh, we will. We will. And- I give him my dagger and say, don't lose it. Oh, thanks. Gosh, yeah. He looks at it reverently. You know he's just going to lose it, right? (laughs) (laughs) He starts, just immediately drops like, ah, shit. (laughs) I love your sassy asshole character. It's great. (laughs) Alar just kind of looks down at his belt, his warhammer that he doesn't normally he uses periodically, but it's like 
it's the size of the kid and it's like yeah that's not gonna work (laughs) yeah Uh, you all are free to uh, basically go to the Roach and and sleep for the night. Or, like I said, if you wanted to, you could check out um, the Blacksmith. Uh, or, or I guess, talk to the City Watch or anything. I'm trying to think, what haven't you done if you want to do one of those things? I think now might be a good time to scope out the Blacksmith. I agree. It's probably best if I stay in the back. Perhaps you, you could probably uh, hide and hide in my cloak. I'm not hiding underneath your legs. <laughs> <laughs> I said in the cloak, but you know, you can stand behind me. Yeah, that will be much better. I think. <clears throat> uh, here's a question. Uh, did, did you want to go uh, visit the crime scene? Because uh, th- this may have been lost in the uh, description, but... Her, her house is a different place than the blacksmith. Correct. Yes, I think at some point, one of the smarter ones of us would probably try to put that together. Yeah. That would not be me. <laughs> Let's compare intelligence scores. <clears throat> yes, yeah, in the crowd. <laughs> Int is my dump stat. Oh, boy. So what's the barbarians end? Let's let's really do a comparison here. And all right, you're smarter than I am. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's got yep. that intuition. Um. So you can look up. Uh, Rosalind Turner is the uh, blacksmith's daughter who was kidnapped uh, three days ago, and uh, you can find. Uh, just asking around, basically. You can uh, locate her residence is nearby in Lower Zobek. Um, you know, pretty close to this whole area you've basically been in. And uh, when you see her very modest home, um, you can see that the bedroom window has been boarded up. There's still glass shards littering the grass outside. Um, and obviously the first thing you probably do is look down and check out footprints. Unfortunately, structure. Yes. There is foot traffic everywhere. Uh, clearly it is, like I said, it's been a couple days. Um, and whatever information you might've gotten here has been literally trampled apart. Does it look like there's anybody watching the house? Uh, roll perception check. Coast is clear. Yeah, coast is clear. Um, <laughs> you're distracted. You're distracted when a um, the door to the house opens up, and you, and some of you probably recognize the blacksmith, um, a large burly man with a shaved head, uh, name and his name is Heston. Uh, just you know, kind of a minor celebrity because he's a very um, skilled trade. Uh, and he comes barreling out of the house and points an accusatory finger at all of you. What are you doing here? Kobolds and uh, rat folk. Come back to kid- kidnap more of us, have you? Heston, you know I bought this sword from you, and you know it's very high quality because you made it. Let's leave it 
not being involved in this conversation. I recommend that you calm down. He huffs and glares. And then, uh, did, uh, I assume Brick is not with you, right? Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, there's nothing to do in here. Uh, watch. It's already given up the case. I'm sorry to hear that. Daughter Do you mind was... if we take a look at it and see if we can help out a little bit? Damn right I mind. I don't need anybody I causing any more trouble around here. I think you'd want all the help you could find. Help. All the help I can find by going into that place you all eat at. Dragging that cobalt out by his ears. Now, now. Go ahead, Io. You first. Now, Heston. Logic would indicate that you attacking Brick is not going to bring Rosalind home. However, we are all here willing to assist. Please take our help. Uh, roll a persuasion check. Now you can have an advantage because you and uh, Alaric basically are doing it together. Good cop, bad cop. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Don't make me melt my face at you. <laughs> oh. Y'all, these skill checks uh, also have been kind of bad. That is um, terrible. That is pretty bad. Uh, the man is just apoplectic. Like, he is really upset. You can see his... Um, the tragedy that has hit him has been just transformed into rage. And he appears to be just sputtering in anger about this whole situation and says, you, you all need to get out of here before I call the watch. About enough. Folks around here need real justice. Which means what, exactly? Uh, which means we're going to have to get our own justice. Well, is that not what we're trying to do also? I mean, the watch has clearly given up. You said it yourself. And now you're just being angry and illogical. I could stop, Mark. I'm not going to even talk to you, Cobalt, dressing up all nice. Wearing those clothes don't make you better. I'll look down at myself for a second. (laughs) The team of professional investigators on the case. Uh, he laughs ruefully he says it tells me you f- you folks aren't investigators well it'll be a shame that Paige never turns up then and we turn and walk away yeah <laughs> he shakes his fist they caught him yep he seems very pissed off and... The, and then we run to the blacksmith shop to see what's available yeah, right. <laughs> now we've looted his store in justice. <laughs> the fact that he's there, um, you can kind of put two and two together. He's very much uh, in the early stages of grieving, where he's just like there at the hat. Because, and you could probably ask around to know that the um, it, it was a grown uh, woman. She's got a husband. Like, just you know, she's a young woman, but you know, she was living on her own and everything. Um, but yeah, the fact that, uh, the dad was there and, and taking it really hard. 
And it was him. Yeah. <laughs> it's always the husband. Always. <laughs> it's always the husband. <laughs> uh, we can montage to day two, though, as you all return to the um, uh, Rampant Roach, get a benefits of a long rest again. And the next day, uh, you all have an assignment uh, that Skirtle gives Brick, and Brick had already told you about this, about the uh, having to delve into the cartways, which he's not a fan of. He's 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 done it before, um, but he knows. And, and you all just uh, you know talk to that halfling that was injured. Like it, it's kind of a dangerous profession to go down there. But he he just says that's where they get a lot of their um, supplies, uh, which is namely hunting rats and other vermin. But uh, this time he's going to go pick up exotic ingredients from a supplier that they've never actually um, done business with before. That doesn't sound suspicious at all. No, not yeah, at all. Right. So uh, Rick leads you down. He's got uh, directions uh, from the supplier on how to get there, like the uh, a, a point of entry uh, somewhere in Lower Zobek, you know, past, you know, in an alleyway, kind of just down some stairs. And then you're down into the cartways. What is the general marching order for when you all are going in dangerous areas? He asks casually. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just, you know, information to have. You're you're hanging next to Brick in the middle. Yeah, yeah, Bodden is in the middle. Safest place to be. Ought to be up front. Kind of near Garage. Yeah, I'll be right by Kovac. Yeah. And, well, I would say uh, Kovac and um, Alaric could take point. That's fine. Want me to stay I behind? Can, I, I can go in the back if you want to. Garish up in the front. Io bringing up the rear. Perception in the front, perception in the back. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. our motto. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine by me. All right, so I a perception check now saves the dexterity save. Right, yeah. Shout out to (laughs) CT. (laughs) All right, so who uh, Brick is still technically leading the way. You guys can be right behind him. Uh, So who is the first person? Do we have to go single file, or we can go two by two? Um, there may be times where you can open up, but it's just easier for me to know a general layout. Um. Due to height, me. I think Kovac needs to be in front of me. Yeah. No, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be right behind. Okay. Kovac and Alaric. And then uh, we are going down to a dark area, and I'm sad to say there is only one of you who does not have dark vision. And is your poor... Robot friend. <laughs> so, what would you like to use for light, Io? Unless you want to literally do like a mamba maneuver and just hang on to everybody, but just puts her hand uh, right on. I can, I can light a head. torch. Yeah, I can carry a torch. That's fine. You would think they would have constructed one with like <laughs> its own torch inside. <laughs> My father had very specific blueprints for this body. Oh, I'm sure. Ones that didn't include a light source. (laughs) (laughs) If her original body didn't have a light source, then maybe uh, it's keeping with that. 
All right, let me turn on the token. So that you are now emitting light. All right, so going to a map if you can't tell. All right, a this map. is yeah, this is kind of a big map. We're not using we're using chunks of it, so don't be too alarmed, but uh, when I switch you, you're going to be kind of on the right side about midway through, and I will shift-click you over there. As you are led down the stairs, and you know that you are officially in the cartways. I mentioned these are the old abandoned mining tunnels. And broken carts and mining equipment still litter a wide, dusty tunnel up ahead. You can hear Brick mutter and says, ah, I better have the Stuff, he's not making this easy. Where did you find this new contact? Uh, I don't know, Skirtle got it from a friend of a friend. I don't know how he does all his deals. Uh, I'm just the, the roacher, you know. Bond just looks up at Io, like, and kind of rolls his little cobalt eyes for a second. <laughs> <clears throat> I got the most disdainful one is the other kobold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Kovac, with your passive perception, which I believe... One of you had, some of you had some crazy high passive perceptions, as I recall. Yeah, yours was crazy high. 22. 22, yeah. I'm a 21, I think. Okay. Um, you... Instinctively, twenty-four. Jesus, <laughs> uh, you instinctively reach out and grab Brick right before he takes a step into this hallway, and you notice that the ground um, in front of him is uh, very loose, and it looks like it could easily sink into its own little. Um, pit area just it looks like a natural sinkhole created from uh the elements and the fact that these used to be mining tunnels hey yeah i will grab him pull him back ah. hey watch your step what, what's going on what's what's the problem yeah. and, uh, i guess i'll it's uh like this spot right here. Uh like right here. Okay. I'll just kinda go up to it and poke it with my sword, see if it collapses, try to make it collapse. Sure. Um yeah, you, you poke a little bit and, and he's still saying like what's what are you doing? What do you see? And then uh to your satisfaction uh, you, you kind of poke it a little bit and maybe you have to like roll, you know, some rocks on it or something, but you see that the whole kind of area and you know, the like boards over it just kind of sinks into the ground, um, very suddenly becomes kind of a little natural pit right here. Um, you see light, uh, coming south. Yes. Hey, good eye, Kova. Good eye. Thank you. Is uh, that overhead brick? 
Says, ah, it's a little further actually. I don't, I don't know what that's all about. Which way do we need to go? Ah, uh, south. So we're going towards the light. Interesting. Yep. That normally has a different connotation when I say it. <laughs> uh, this time he does not charge forward. He kind of stays back. Uh, with yeah, I want to stay slightly ahead of him. Yep. And you immediately see another one of these spots up ahead. Alright. I'll give it my I take my spear and tap where he points it out. Yep, you see another sinkhole. Um you do know when you're doing that it makes a good chunk of noise though, like scratches. And you all can hear um shouts from down here. Um oh. that sound uh humanoid. And you see um several rough looking humans uh, I'm running out, armed with crossbows. Says, uh, get out of here! It's our turf! And they look like they are going to open fire upon you. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and take a break first before we roll for initiative, though. How about that? I'm going to take a... Sounds good. Yeah, I'm going to take a quick break, about five minutes, maybe. And then we will return to some combat. Sounds good. Okay. All right. All right. I think we are coming back from our break now. Get to transition from nice, chill break music into some battle music. And. Hopefully I set up my fancy combat macro correctly. About to find out. Uh, let's have everybody roll for initiative, please. These bandits are itching for a fight. I got it. Oh, first nat 20 of the campaign, I think, is initiative. Hopefully not the last. That's right. All our tanks are in the back and they're going first. Excellent. All right, is everybody rolled? But yeah, it worked. Fantastic. Uh, so yeah, Io, you see, uh, a couple of rough-looking, scruffy nerf herders, uh, have broken out of that side room that light was coming from. Two of them have kind of dove behind this uh cart to kind of give themselves some cover, and have their crossbows aimed in your direction another one is kind of peeking out from uh beside this wall as the poor dm who has dm'd many a campaign has to remind himself uh how much cover gives to ac two or plus five thank you oh i don't really see what you're describing i guess is it because of my light situation oh maybe um you said people ducked out but i don't yeah, so you're you've got a torch which gives you yeah about that, and then you should have light coming from this room that lets you see a little bit. Okay, so that I must my light ends like right there, yeah, right at the door. So if how you, many did I see? Uh, you all saw two of them rush behind this cart, and then one of them behind 
uh, is kind of peeking out from the wall. But they all have, uh, you suspect, about half cover. Okay. Well. Why not? This is going to be fun. Uh, okay, so... Io's in the back. I'm going to say, uh, excuse me, gentlemen. A bear is about to come through. <laughs> and you're going to hear some gears uh, kind of shift. And then you're going to see me um, go down on all fours. And uh, I'm going to use my bonus action to shift into my brown bear form. <laughs> Fucking transformer back here. I love it. Oh, I wish I had the sound effect. Er, 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 er. <laughs> um. All right, bear mode, which I believe is uh, larger than medium. That's the wolf. Large. Or the bear. Uh, that's the bear. The bear. Ooh, yep. nasty. Yeah. That's the. Yeah. Uh, and I actually put some attacks in here for the bear this afternoon. Oh, so, yeah, sorry. I, I didn't know if you wanted me to give you the monster sheets or if you wanted to do that in your character sheet. I forget. Oh. What would be easier um, for you? Well, I just created the attacks here, and what I did was there's three stats that are going to use my stats, not the bear stats. That's so true. Intelligence, yeah. wisdom, charisma. So if you want to give me them, I can edit them and then Whatever's easier, honestly. I'm trying to remember when, uh, it's been a while since we had a druid. Um, I think what I ended up doing for restoring the tomb campaign is I did create custom animal stat block sheets. Uh, but what I can do is duplicate this one and then I'll delegate that work to you. Okay. So that's my bad. I got all the tokens ready and I forgot about the actual uh, sheets. Yeah, that's what I'm doing for the Druid in our Rhyme campaign. I just duplicate and use the Wild Shape API, so. I don't know that API. You might have to talk about that. <laughs> I was going to say what? Yeah, we, we can talk about that after the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might have to introduce that to um, me. Uh, okay, so after I shift, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to move my 40 feet, which... I think puts me uh, right there in front of the wood. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you guys know she can do this. <laughs> if this came up in casual conversation or not. Uh, I've seen it before. Yeah. Um, oh, is, actually, I was one more. Is your, is your perception affected whenever you're shifted, or how does that work when you're in shape form? Wisdom still should be the druids. Same. Wisdom is okay. yeah. Wisdom, charisma, and intelligence are all mine. Okay, so with your special perception skills, you would know before skidding into this spot that there is another sinkhole right here where you would end up. I'm going to allow you to back up because you would uh, notice that with your killer perception. Oh, right there. I will show it to you on the map. Cool. So, so yeah. I gotta be you over here. You get for being a big ass bear. Yeah, it's what you get for being a big ass bear. You're gonna set off all the sinkholes. Excuse me, I'm too big. Yeah, you come charging forward, and then you probably like stop and then skid, and then literally your front claws just causes this collapse in front of you. Like, I kind of do one of these against the wall. Shuffle, <laughs> shuffle down the wall. Um, 
Okay, I am going to. Uh, I'm going to hold my action. Okay. Um, if any of them start to approach uh, and get any closer to the party. Okay. Um, you hear is- screams and say, they've got a bear! <laughs> Do you want to roll for... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, do you want to roll for hit points, or do you want to take the average for the bear? Uh, The sheet says 34, but I mean, we can go with that. What is it? 4d10 plus 12? Yeah. Yeah. Just do 34. It's fine. Looks like rolling the dice, usually. Maybe next time. Okay. Unless, of course, I die in the first fight, and then... I mean, you imagine having 52 hit points at level two, right? Like druids are so fucking broken. Give me a break. (laughs) (laughs) I will say they don't scale as well because your, your forms don't scale with you, but at level two, being able to shape shift into a CR one creature is fucking sick when it comes to the balance level, just for what uh, Brandon said for purely like hit point value is crazy. Yeah. Unless you let them turn into an owlbear, but that's another topic. (laughs) Shout out to the D and D movie. Uh, all right, so you, you you rush up there, you almost fall into a, a pit, but luckily you see it beforehand, and uh, yeah, you stare menacingly. Um, but as I mentioned, the bandits seem content with their crossbows and not wanting to get anywhere near you. And they start, uh, but the advantage is they start focusing firing on you. Um, and for those of you watching, I use uh, my rules for rolling initiative. I do individual initiatives for creatures. And thankfully, we have a, uh, a tracking system that helpfully keeps track of all those initiatives separately. All right, so this bandit is going to fire at the bear with a crossbow. Uh, 14. That hits. Bear AC. Does it barely hit? I'll see myself it... out. First one. You get the first one. I hit. did get the first. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> all right for four damage and uh and you see the bandit yell boss boss get out here i got a bear grush yeah grush is gonna step up over here and he's gonna ready an action uh to throw his javelin first time they come out of cover just gonna whip one at him okay you jumped that I don't know what I was going to see, but my move-in would only allow me to be on top of it right now, so... Oh, okay. I'd, I'd prefer not to be on top of it. <laughs> so we'll hold it there. Okay. Uh, Alaric. Okay. I'm going to try to beat this cover and come around here a bit. I think I can get one more square. And I'm going to invoke my Reaper and twin um, Chill Touch. Oh boy. Oh shit! Nice. The death has come for you. (laughs) Certainly has. Oh, Nat 20. Yeah, that's going to hit. 
So what was the Reaper thing? So you can explain that to uh, Chill Touch um, is the one ne- uh, necromancy cantrip mm-hmm. that I twin anytime two party or two uh, enemies are within five feet of each other. Mm. So with those two guys behind the cart, um, it automatically uh, enables me to twin that spell. Okay. And this is the death domain feature, I believe? Yes. One of them. One of them. Um, so... With a crit, that's um, so. Do you roll separately for each one? Is that what this is mm-hmm. for each attack? Okay. Um, yeah. It's... Oh, what's the the keys? Backspace slash forward slash R. R. Yep. Space two D eight. Yep. Uh, I think you can. Can you click the chill touch word? I, know, I can try. think that should display the damage if it's set up. Correctly. Yep. There you so go. Just that, tells me. that rolled 2d8. Okay. And With then the other one. The crit damage. Yep. There we go. And six. Alright, that's very effective. Um, also, that's massive damage, and we have house rules for massive damage. Uh, where if you are the recipient of a critical hit. Get up real quick. Uh, you have to make a con saving throw. The DC is 10 or half the damage, uh, whichever is greater. So DC 10 on save for our bandit friend. She does stave off the effects of the massive damage, but took a good chunk of health. You could see his uh, life force drain away. So for the next six seconds, they have a skeletal hand clutching their throat. Oh, man. That's I just realized I don't think I'm in the initiative order. Oh, whoops. I didn't notice that either. Uh, Let me see if I rolled. Yeah. Right I, rolled a, make I rolled sure. a nine, so. Okay. Make sure you select you your token. It. Yeah. And I can I can edit that. Uh, or I can do it real quick to put you in there. 11. I don't think that makes a difference. Alright, a 9. Alright, let's move you up. Sorry about that. Glad you noticed. Alright. Um, you hear the uh, sound of a larger bandit come scurrying around. Whoops, is that vision able to... Make sure this guy can see. Uh, coming up on our turf, eh? I gotta protect the goods. Uh, what's wrong with you guys? Clutching your own throats. He kind of hisses at him weirdly. And uh, from his position, he can only see the base kind of tucked in the corner, and the rest of you can't see it. The bear, however, he can get a bit of a bead on. Oh, and the game giveth and taketh away. Aims that crossbow bolt right at the bear. Oh, man. Uh, for... Eh, yeah, it's not great damage. Eight damage. Uh, I assume you're... Yeah, okay. Tracking him right where I put him. Excellent. And now you get to make the con save for massive damage. 
Io. Oh no. DC 10. You're making up your rolls for last bear. game. Yeah, you are a bear, so you still get the bear. Plus stats three for con. Yeah. It's a plus three. It's only a DC 10. Well, mine's a plus three too. So you said it's a saving throw. Okay. Uh, yes. Is that right? Yep. Okay, I'll just roll it that way then. There you go. Ooh, You're yes. fine. Stand your ground. Be grims and barrets. Yep. No Unfortunately, PTSD for me this time. This one can attack twice. Ah. Oh. Or not. He <laughs> sails that other one off. <laughs> so excited about that first attack. And ducks back. All right. Another bandit. This time, uh, clutch. Does that do anything? Um, uh, the chill touch feature? They just can't can't heal. They can't heal, okay. Right. Yeah, Um, it feels very cold. It says, ah, some kind of wizard down here. Maybe, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Ah, it might be with the alchemist or something. Ah. And uh, it still fires the uh, crossbow at you, Alaric. Oh, but that hand is just fucking him up real bad. Ah! Go back. If I move to here, am I still able to get cover from this object? Uh, this one behind you? Are you yeah. calling me an object? <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> and you'd have to you'd have to back up. Um, you could maybe use the bear as cover if you moved over there, but <laughs> that's fine. Are you, uh, are you small? I am small. You can it's hide okay. behind. Yeah, I can. I can still move. So I'm gonna take a shot at number two with my short bow. Sure. <laughs> Oof! These attack rolls. Yeah, that'll hit. Oh, ignore that four sneak, so six okay. piercing. Uh, six is enough to catch him right in the throat. <laughs> like, right through the skeletal hand that was choking him. Suddenly now has an arrow sticking out of it. <laughs> and falls down. And the one next to him says, Boss! Boss, there's a lot of them here! Say, the tunnel rats in there were gads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, it's the tunnel rats, boss! <laughs> Do we know any tunnel rats? I think that's even Home Alone. The like, snake. become the hunted. I don't know no snakes. <laughs> shouldn't, have, shouldn't have eaten all those rats. All right, Bon, in the back. Yeah, he'll he'll kind of <clears throat> make his way next to Brick and say, uh, make sure you're hiding. As um, he looks further yeah, down, okay. Okay. W- looking through the bear's legs, Mm-hmm. And um, actually, the first thing he'll do is he'll look at the bear's uh, rear end, I guess, and say, uh, <laughs> well, don't just stand there. You can do something about it and cast a bardic inspiration. So you have a D6 uh, that you can use um, on what's in the chat there and then uh, then he'll look through the legs and 
he will cast a vicious mockery and say, and you hiding there, you're not going to do any good beneath the cart. Uh, so you'll need to make a uh, wisdom saving throw. Sorry, didn't mean to click the. Oh, hey. <laughs> nice. He takes one whole psychic damage. He is so viciously mocked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're whimpering. <laughs> boss, boss, they're really starting to hurt my feelings now. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stay in the back, though. Safe bet, yeah. I did not roll initiative for Brick. Um, he, he seems like he is okay with you guys taking point on this. And he seems even yeah. rattled. He was about to step into that pit. And now that this kind of blew up, he's back here, and he looks at you very respectfully, Bonnie, you're back here, too. Even though you may not feel the same. <laughs> All right, this one is dead. Um, oh, I guess I didn't... Let's see, let's go to... We're at the top of the initiative. Um, with Io, and unfortunately, Garrosh, nobody seemed to come out of cover. They all seem to be planted in their uh, spots. All good. Um, one, okay. one kind of fell over out of comfort. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Probably didn't trigger the Overwatch maneuver. I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to charge straight forward, and you're going to see this bear jump up on top of the cart and then bounce down behind this one. Oh, boy. And I'm going to uh, use my multi-attack. Uh, first, I'm going to attack with my bite. Flying bear mode engaged. Do a barrel roll. Ah! <laughs> All right, that's it. I'm starting a bear pun tracker in my notes. <laughs> yes. That was this a is fucking... how we keep Chris from watching our games. <laughs> I fucking love that one. But then the problem is you're going to have to transform to a bear every fucking time, because otherwise we're going to be really disappointed. <laughs> uh, okay, 13. So no longer in cover, so 13 does hit. And as a 6, uh, what does your bear do? This is would be a killing blow. Um... As I'm in midair, I'm going to uh, come down, and as my two front paws hit, um, I'm just going to uh, extend my head out, and I'm going to take a bite um, off of his head uh, <laughs> that he was kind of ducking behind the cart, and then just land wow. on all fours. Uh, that was very epic. I will give you a point of inspiration for... An epic combat maneuver. As the bear comes leaping across the cart, lands down, rips the head off. Um, you hear, like, a very frantic yelling. Bond ah! leans over to, to Brick and says, <clears throat> See, I told him he wouldn't do any good behind the cart. <laughs> very true. And then I have... Uh, I have 10 more feet of movement. <laughs> and so I can go... Grid's old too, man. Uh, 
Uh, I can actually get to this one. Good lord. And when I get to the doorway there, I'm just going to, as I bound over that last step, I'm going to just strike out with my claw at him. Okay. And that's going to be an 18. That will certainly hit for 12 damage. Oh my goodness sakes. Uh, you murder the fuck out of that bandit. It just crushes against the wall. Crunch. Yeah, you brought a bear to a crossbow fight. And that will end my turn. All right. Uh, that one is dead, and we go to Garage. You guys are... Uh, this is the funny part of D&D. You, you know you're still in turn-based combat mode, so even though you don't see any enemies... Uh, there are still hostiles in the area. Yeah, um... I'm gonna take my movement here. Oops, sorry. Right here. Um, and this is like a light coming from this hallway? Uh, coming from this one in here? Right by me here. No, this is just kind of goes off. This is just another tunnel that goes off into the map. Oh, okay. Yeah, the light. Yeah, that's just map. Uh, that that part is effectively blocked off. <laughs> no problem. Uh, I will. You can uh, duck in there if you want to, but otherwise the action is down here. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'll just uh, ready or I'll hold it for another javelin just in case. Okay. Uh, Alaric. Walks forward. Reaches um, his friends behind the ear. What is your Good passive job. perception? My passive? Yes. Um, not, uh, not very good. Um, 13. Okay. Um, you do still with a 13 see that the... Uh, I'm going to back you up actually where you started. Okay. Um, the area in front of you is another sinkhole. It looks like it is about triggered awesome. to be about the same size... Yeah, and would sink down if you put some weight onto it. Okay, so the four you, squares right in front of me? Yeah, you probably noticed that because you were in between turns. You may not have noticed that if you were, for say, rushing ahead through that mm-hmm. area in one turn or something. Okay. Because you were here for a second and then started your turn again, you do notice um, another Is it possible to kind of shimmy between these two? And kind of... Yeah, just... Over... Yeah, we'll choose difficult terrain. Okay. So 10, 20. I'll go ahead and put it on the map for uh, easy sake. Okay. 25. I can see him from there. Mm. And reach out, pat my friend. Good job, Erica. And (laughs) cast uh, um, Chill Touch. Untwinned. Never mind. He has a spectral hand waving at him. Oh, yeah, it's an attack roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a weird, I guess. It's a weird. The way it's pictured, like the skeletal hand appears around him, it's weird you have to make an attack roll for it. It's like you're aiming the hand, like as it comes down or something. Trying to grab his throat. Yeah, just like, whoops, it just goes wide. (laughs) Yep. Um. On this figure's action, 
he does something that only Io the bear and Alaric can see, but he um, kind of gives off this weird, like, screeching sound, and you see his face contort and change shape, and his entire body begins to uh, collapse. And then from out of the robes scurries a large rat. And that rat runs into a uh, large rat-sized hole into the wall and fucks off. And all is quiet around you. I am very, very disappointed. <laughs> so, Alaric would like to push forward and investigate this area. Sure. I would move out of the way because I can't talk in, <laughs> when I'm uh, shifted, so yeah. I'll just get out of the way. And you're, pretty, you're pretty bloodied. You've got some crossbow bolts sticking out, and you're... Mouth has got some blood in there, yeah. And say, Kovac, I could use some uh, assistance back here. Well, where are you all going? Is there no more threat? Is the is coast clear, everybody? Did you get him? <clears throat> I, I guess it's fine. They're all going forward. <laughs> yeah, I'll try to investigate this area. Yeah. Um, it looks like a a pretty ramshackle uh, layer or hideout, if you could even call it that, for whatever gang this was. You, you check out the barrels, and uh, you can see that uh, at least one of them is just full of uh, really cheap wine. Uh, and then another is, like, full of just questionable dried meat. Basically, just um, provisions, but you still think they're probably ill-gotten. And then there's a... barrel a... of dried meat. Kovac, this may be of interest to you. <laughs> I will fill my bag. <laughs> fill my bag with questionable meat. With questionable meat. Add questionable meat to inventory. <laughs> <laughs> I have filled all available slots with with meat question mark. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's cheap wine, uh Alaric's looking around for another wa- uh he'll empty out his water skin and fill it up with the cheap wine. Nice. Hopefully it's a red wine. So it probably, yeah. Arash, you looked threatening holding those javelins. Nobody ever came out. Yeah, no. <laughs> Take one point of psychic damage for vicious mockery. <laughs> <laughs> There is a, a chest in the back room um, that you all can rifle through, and you all and you find um, three uh, rings like that look like they're pilfered off of maybe a noble um, that look like they are worth about five gold each, and you find a uh, a purse. That looks like it was absolutely stolen from somebody. That contains 32 gold pieces. And then wrapped in a nice cloth, uh, you find a small silver pin that looks magical. 
We'll need to check on this sometime. So three rings, gold, and silver pin. Um, anybody want to volunteer to carry this stuff? Uh, I, I don't mind to hold it. Um, do I recognize the pin by any chance? Um, not especially. Okay. Um, but it, it does. It it feels like something that uh, these guys obviously would have stolen from somebody else. Okay. So I have no problem with uh, Bond carrying, being the bag man. Unless well, somebody I, else wants it. Anything heavier, I won't be able to. The bear. I do take the silver pin out and I stick it against the bear for a second, just just to see if it sticks. <laughs> it's magnetic. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> when it falls to the ground, I just pick it back up and well, well maybe next one. Like a, a stabby pin, right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is. Like, yes. like yeah, I'm just, just trying to stick it and see if it's magnetic. First. Yeah. Um, I'm going to move up here with Dory and start looking for more pits. Okay. Yeah, you can take point and start looking. And um, with you with you paying attention especially, you can point out any um, problematic areas. But you get the feeling that maybe they had chosen this spot specifically because they were all these natural sinkholes everywhere and there would be a deterrent. Uh, but you all are... Uh, unnaturally observant yourselves. Says, Would we know what uh, he was? Uh, not a natural creature. Um, the you have we could just use my examining house rules things for that. That was a so you could roll a history or nature check, but only you and Io could make it because you're the only ones that actually saw it. Can I History. technically do checks when I'm shifted? Or mm-hmm. you can still yeah. think you just stuff. wouldn't be able to communicate that information until you're yeah, change back. Well, so negative one. Wow. 18. Eighteen. Yeah. A nature check? Uh it would be either history or nature, yeah. Um Alaric, you especially would uh recognize the only thing you know of that would be capable of that would be a were rat. A lycanthrope that could uh, take the form of both a human and a rat. And presumably a, a humanoid rat hybrid, but you only saw him turn into an actual rat and use that to escape. Um, you would also know that uh, the others couldn't have been were-rats because they succumbed to uh, your regular weapons. Just the leader. And as soon as all of his buddies were gone and he had a fucking nasty ass pair that just murderized two of them in front of him, uh, he GTFO'd. What a little bit of leadership will do is inspire those around you. <laughs> Rick crumbles. Says, I can't believe his directions take us right past a freaking hideout with bad guys. What the hell? we may well, have other receptions ahead of us if these directions continue in this manner I, I'd have been torn to bits if not for you guys huh? actually I think you'd be in the hole back there but 
you know. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's probably a relatively safer place to be. Well, it's clear to me your uncle wants you dead. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Skirtle, no. The dead end, right? Yeah, so uh, just to do a little OOC action, uh, the way these this map area is set up is it's in, like, uh, standalone chunks. So essentially, uh, this is the gather your party before venturing forth section, and then I'm going to take you to... Um, another section of this map, uh, which I already have your token set up there, but what I need to do is put, uh, actually, I'm just going to copy this one, the bear. Have we just tied the torch to the bear now? <laughs> That's a good point. How does that work with the torch? Because <laughs> you lose. Uh, you lose the ground. Lose... No. I think, well, no, it molds with it, you. Yep. But the light source wouldn't emanate from you right so like you'd have to choose to probably drop the torch this if that's the be... case I, I think i would argue that bond would be okay picking it up and holding it for you <laughs> um but the problem is is i guess the light source but there was light source coming from that hallway when you jumped yeah over and that thing, particular right? but that is a good point because she would be the one giving off the light so i don't know what our but okay i wish i'm gonna transition to you doing the light do bears not have dark vision cave bears do i know i don't uh... know about brown bears Mm, let me check that. Yeah, that's a good I just, have the, I just have the image of her like it, it molding into her, and she opens her I, mouth, I and like it just light comes out. Every D and D creature has dark vision at this point. It's not on the thing you posted. No, and I copied that right from D and D Beyond. So I'm gonna, I'll just look that up while we're. No, you have keen smell advantage on perception checks that rely on smell, uh, and you pass perception of thirteen, perception of plus three, but no dark vision. I'll pass on to the party that that was a were rat. The boss was a were rat, and he slipped away into the hole. Okay. And apologize for not finishing him. So, Kovac, <laughs> what is the relationship between were rats and you? Mm. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Nobody does know, do they? <laughs> a mystery. <laughs> I mean, a were rat is not a natural. Uh, you know, that's a that's a. They're suffering oh, from that was bond. Well, that yeah, was bond I get it, but that's, that would be the, okay. yeah, the <laughs> yeah. out of out of character context. Yeah, <laughs> that is funny that he wouldn't know. <laughs> I, I do like my bond being an asshole. Things. Um. All right. Let me switch to bond having the torch. Position you. Is it forty twenty or twenty twenty? I think it's forty twenty. Forty twenty. Alec will also take a look at um, IL just to make sure that she's still okay. Yeah. I know she's tough, so I'm not going to do any healing of the bear form, but... You can be healed when you're near a uh, bear, though, right? Yeah, and in fact, I think just, moon, uh, moon Druids can use, literally burn spell slots to heal themselves, too. Mm-hmm. Which is freaking bananas. Yeah, so in this form, any healing is just as if I were another party member. But in my normal form, oh, yeah. if I get healed, cure wounds, healing word, um, if you roll, say, 10, I would only get five points of healing. I get half of whatever you roll for healing. That's interesting. I didn't think about the wild shape. Uh, what's in a different form? And 
Alaric has other ways of healing his gear forged friend. So, like amending cantrip. Replace your divots. Uh, you all go down the corridor, you get past the big um, pit-filled tunnel. And uh, you go down a, a small corridor, and then it opens up into another tunnel, and Brick kind of points you south again and mentions that, uh, all right, uh, this place should be uh, all the way down uh, this tunnel. And uh, when you guys step out into this tunnel, you immediately uh, have the smell of death just hitting you in the face. And you can see, like, garbage and refuse everywhere. This brings back memories. <laughs> what kind of ingredients did you say? Uh, I mean, they're, uh, you know, the kind we have to find these places down here. The, the kind of stuff that you can't find in the marketplace, I'll say that. Who are we supposed to be meeting down here? Uh, a new supplier for ingredients for food for the tavern. And you didn't get a name. Oh, yeah. Uh, the name was, uh, he checks his notes. Uh, Gantham. Uh, human. Human. Man. Yep. Says he's got, uh, good shit. But, uh, Uncle Skirtle said, I mean, Uncle Skirtle doesn't curse, but, you know. Um, he wouldn't happen to be a caster of any sort, would he? Would you know? Have magical abilities to make these special ingredients? I, I know. I, well, I don't know. The other supplier wasn't a caster. He was just an alchemist. Okay. Bond will nudge Kovac forward. Yeah, with your, with all of your passive, um... As you're as you're moving forward, some of you, uh, whoever had the actually, what's everybody's passive again? Sorry, thirteen. Okay. Thirteen. Uh, you guys at twenty-two? Yeah. What was Bonds? Oh, not twenty-three. It's twelve. Well, My fingers okay. were in the wrong positions. Gotcha. As a bear, minus thirteen, but normally I'm a twenty-four. Does, so you don't get to keep your perception as a bear? I oh, wait, did. yes, sure. I do, because it's yeah. wisdom. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. Should have I advantage on sniff checks. 24. checks, yep. Okay, uh, Kovac and Io, you two definitely see ahead in this corridor, um, although it is uh, dim at the edge of your um, vision lit by the torch from on me. Um, you see what look like uh, corpses uh, moving around. I whisper back to the group, undead. Hmm. We can handle this. How many? Are we still going after this suspicious meat? I got a bad feeling about it. I'm gonna take my wine, take my wine skin out, take a nice long pull of that cheap wine. <laughs> we can. How many did you say there were? Can I see how many? Uh, that will require an active perception check. I will do that. I have not moved you yet. Oh, I'm your horses. Okay. 
Nice. You see there are most definitely three corpses moving around. Treat. They appear to be, um... The area is littered with bones, and you can see them, like, grabbing at bones. Well, I've been fighting these kind for ten years. We can do this. Well, yes. How about you go do that? And I'll give you a part of inspiration. (laughs) (laughs) Well, having uh, taken a long hit on his wineskin and following his flaw, I will step forward. Sure. Um, but you guys flawbing. I feel much braver when I've had a few drinks. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm trying to fit this bear on the map. It is so big. It's barely fitting. It's yeah. I would I would say that is correct. Scroll up. Make sure in like a Winnie the Pooh situation. <laughs> I mean, I mean. At some point, I'm probably going to ride IO. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> try and climb on the bear. All right. Um, uh, are, are you just advancing? Yeah, I'm going to step forward so I can see it. Okay. Can I sneak behind him? Uh, you can with a stealth check, absolutely. Yeah, I would actually be stealthing for stealthing. Well. Okay, that's the key. Give okay. me a give me a stealth check then. I guess I would be then hanging in the back if we're trying to be stealthy. I was gonna say, it- are we trying to do a group stealth thing? Or are we only trying to have some people sneak up and? Uh, well, we have a light source, so I think we have to kind of split a little bit. That's true. Well, I I could. What were you saying, Rush? Oh, I was just saying, Grush wouldn't be sneaking by any means. Oh, <laughs> I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> he'll pull at Alaric's cape for a second, the black, the long black cape, and and he'll say, "Oh, before you head in, if you'd like, I could probably cast fairy fire if it's dark in there. I I can't see with this torchlight; it's blinding me." Mm. Brilliant idea. Yeah. <clears throat> Brilliant. Um, at which point, as everybody gets together, I will start, um, you know, getting ready. Uh, I'll stretch my arms out a little bit. There's no somatic components for fairy fire. Um, (laughs) but I'll stretch my arms out and make a big (laughs) show of it for a second. (laughs) And I'll clear my throat. Fuego de Hedas. As, uh, I'll cast fairy fire in that space. All right, uh, we'll do that, and uh, we'll let Alaric have a surprise round as well with his stealth. Unfortunately, Kovac, your stealth uh, was kind of crap, crappy. You stepped on a cool. you stepped on a bone. So if there's two of them within five feet of each other, I'll twin chill uh, touch again. Uh, there are not actually they're they're separated a bit. Um, you guys are. I'm going to direct you to this map see the situation before you uh let's have everybody roll initiative and then we'll determine if the fairy fire goes off first or if uh alaric needs to go first but that'll be the surprise round and we'll start the combats when did did you uh did you snuff out the torch when you cast fairy fire um 
No, I put it down on the ground for a second, okay. I think. Um, but I, my intent to pick it back up. Oh, you don't have to. I was gonna, I was gonna snort at it and blow it out. Oh, okay. <laughs> I rolled a 25 the first time, but it didn't go on there, so I rolled again. Okay. Um, can you guys edit your own numbers, or do you need me to edit those? I forgot if you have that ability. I think we can do it. We can. Okay. We can. Yeah, if you want to go ahead and do that, it's fine. Oh. Cool. Uh, do we get everybody's initiative this time? Alright, so surprise round is going to be... Uh, looks like Bond's Fairy Fire is going to go off first. So I gotta scroll back up. That was a deck save. And the number is a 14. A. Ooh. And that is a triple failure for these poor saps. What and color fairy fire do you use? Uh, yeah. uh, violet is the color. Yes. <laughs> that's that's a pretty creepy effect. And you all storm in, snuff out the torch, and then just light up these corpses in purple light in front of you. And then the techno music starts. Alright, so they are all effectively fairy fired, which means you have advantage on them. Uh, now, Alaric, you see that go off, and you know you've still got the drop on them. With your uh, stealth, so you can go now, and then we'll start shell with touch, our... Shell touch with advantage? Right. And then, um, does a 16 hit? Uh, it 16 does hit. Which one are you targeting? Closest one, number three. Yep. And... That's not right. <laughs> That's one, not right. One damage. But he can't heal, so there's that. Um, these don't quite look like zombies, um, but they look like just very emaciated, weak, uh, undead, but they appear to be more, they're not mindless. They look at you and I, <laughs> I can hiss, um, hungrily at you. I fought, I fought these before. You, Do you we... may actually have some experience, um, mm -hmm. fighting what is... Colloquial known as beggar ghouls, which are basically um, the lowest rung of intelligent undead, even spurned by their own kind. Yeah, kind of. I the... put many of these down before. Mm -hmm. All right. So with that surprise, uh, Garash. Yeah, Garash is going to start running and. Pro Biggie is he's surprisingly fast and he's going to run up right here and he is just going to claw attack. Ten. Oh. Uh even with advantage, yeah, ten is not gonna be good enough. He's wanting to go all natural, but uh being in this area kinda throws you off. It's really nasty and up close these things look uh far more intimidating than you expected. 
Yeah, and then as he misses, you just see like this. He just starts like, as he just uh, bonus actions into a rage. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting move, rage after the miss. He gets angry about it. <laughs> That'll be it for me. All right. Uh, Bon is next. Um, I'll step out and then step. Excuse me, pardon me. It's, <clears throat> go get him, Kovac. And I'll give Kovac a part uh, of inspiration as well. <laughs> the ultimate backline party member. All right, Kovac's got. Oh, that was a bonus action for you, right? It was. I don't really have anything that I want to do from this okay. distance. Um, I guess I can still vicious mock one of them mm. and be like, I'm sure you were as ugly when you were alive, too. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so if it fails the save, it would be two psychic damage. It's a low damage on the cantrips lately. <laughs> Ooh, it succeeds the save. A gorgeous, gorgeous <laughs> one when I was alive. <laughs> Prettiest girl at the ball. <laughs> uh, that's the end of my turn. All right. Um, very creepily, Garage, this ghoul just ambles over to you, just uh, feral-like, just crawling at the at the ground and looks like it is very, very hungry for flesh. Um... And it does have pack tactics. Mm-hmm. So it's going to attack with advantage as it tries to claw at you. Uh, as it, I've acted. All right, so claws. Oh, with advantage with the pack tactics. That's a 20. Dirty 20. Wow, I rolled the lowest I could possibly roll on the claws, which is four slashing damage, but it does have the ghoul claws. You must succeed on a DC 10 con save or be paralyzed. Come on, barbarian. It's toxic claw. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Just not She's great. Mad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you are paralyzed, but you can repeat the save at the end of each of your turns, but yikes. Don't you have um, Bardic Inspiration? I don't believe I did. I Uh, I thought that was one of the things I did was gave it, so I've given it to Alaric. Yeah, who have we given it to? And me. Uh, And you just gave it to Kovac. I think you've given everybody but Garage. (laughs) Okay, everybody but Garage. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Do you have, do you not have advantage when you're on con saves when you're raging? What do you have advantage on? Strength checks. Oh, just strength. No. Okay. I think it's strength checks, yep. Bummer. Well, we tried. It's just unfortunate. <laughs> it's <laughs> unbearable. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me find my tracker. <laughs> uh, being paralyzed surrounded by guys is probably not good. I'll have to look that one up. But for now, uh, Alaric, you see your barbarian has rushed in there very uh, bravely, but right. appears to be being... Chomped on. Or not chomped on, but paralyzed by some claws. I'm going to move up to uh, 
to my friend's back here and um, taking out my rapier where I've been walking around with my rapier um, going to take a swing at this guy uh, 16 does hit yep. okay nine piercing to number three you are such a weird cleric with your plus four decks and your rapier. I can't wrap my head around it, but by God, it works because you skewer that ghoul in a single hit just with that massive shot with the rapier right through the face. Very, very satisfying. Now you're dead again. <laughs> it's like a meat shield. Yeah. All right, uh, this one is uh, can't resist going after a paralyzed foe for sure, which uh, paralyzed uh, attack rolls against you have advantage, which they already did because of pack tactics, but any attack that hits you is a crit if the attacker is within five feet of you. So I have to hit you with advantage, but if I hit, it's a crit. Switch to... I could only get one of them off of Yeah. You. Which, that well, was good. Um, it's going to try to bite you, because its bite is worse than its claws. Reaches in to do some gnawing. Uh, 16 with advantage? Okay. I'm going to have to add the crit manually, because roll 20 doesn't know to do that. That's going to be another... Um, do you... Add the weapon dice again? So I rolled another 2d6. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I'm so used to having things automated. All right. So that is a total of 19 Ooh. damage, Garrosh. Yep. That's halved, right? Yeah. Yep. You're saying... I yeah. think you're still... Right. Yeah, you're still raging until you can't attack, right? Because you're you're screwed next turn because you won't attack next turn. But he's getting hit, so you should be able to... Damage, so it stays. Oh, damage, I get it. Yeah. Right, that's true. That's yep. true. Defensive rage. Yep. It just point. makes him more angry. He's just more angry. So angry meets you. Yeah, yeah, they're doing a job, man. Yeah, barbarians, straight up. All right. <laughs> thankfully uh, for you, it only has the one attack. Kovac. That would have so ended most of y'all's careers. That one attack, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I will take a poke at number one. All right. Advantage with fairy fire. Oops. You're gonna ah, want, you're gonna want, dice. You're gonna want that advantage. Dice. Now he's got advantage with very yeah. fire. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There you yeah. go. He's uh, thirteen damage. All right, that is another killing blow with the rapier. Um, how would you like to describe it? Are, are these things like standing or are they crawling? Is I imagine they're picture? they're hunched over. Just kind of bent spines, um, and they they claw and bite from their kind of lower position, but they they don't ever really stand. All right, well I'm I'm still short, so I'm just gonna drive it up yeah. through the underside of a thing through the brain. Gotcha. Yep. <laughs> it does the whole frozen face thing, and then just <laughs> rip it out, and it falls down. Then I will dash. Yeah, and you don't see any more um, threatening areas from 
uh, this position, at least in this long hallway to this end. Brick had indicated you needed to go down to the south to reach your destination, but you don't see any more enemies down there. Io. Uh, okay, I'm going to use my movement to come down along the wall and end here. And I will attack the only one that is remaining. I will do, uh, I will do my bite first. Maybe. Bite that girl school. That's 20 is a good hit. Seven, uh, is our, ironically, lowest damage we've seen with these ghouls. That is not a killing blow. Okay. Um, I'm going to see that, and as I kind of rip my head away, I'll just kind of come up with the other claw and, and come at him from the other side. Ooh, 11 would not quite hit. Uh, uh, I have Bardic Inspiration. D6. Yep, yep. D6. <clears throat> Why can't I see it? Um, hang on, 15. sorry, something weird's going on on my screen. Oh no! Does hey. a twelve hit? You know what their AC is? A fucking twelve. <laughs> hey, hey! You know, you feel just even though maybe Bond repulses you, you feel just inspired <laughs> enough uh, to land that claw attack, and uh, that cool just explodes with that much damage—just viscera and nastiness everywhere rushed under the weight of the bear. And and in, I have no more movement, so... Yeah, in that fell swoop, you don't see any more hostiles around. And we can just say that uh, eventually the paralyzing effect wears off of Garrosh. You're just going to have to lump me on top of the bear. <laughs> lump over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine like it would take you too many rounds with your con, but who knows? <laughs> like Frodo. Just... <laughs> I can carry you. Good work, team. Yeah. Before the spell ends, Bond will walk over to like the bones and stuff that are all glowing mm-hmm. and like picking up and admire them <clears throat> for a second. And then like as he's watching it, it'll slowly fade out and everything gets dark in the room again. Nice. See, this is this is so, why I don't like coming that, down here. Does that illuminate any treasure with fairy fire in that area? You do not see any treasure here. You see a whole bunch of uh, very picked clean white bones. Well, once again, everybody did excellent. Except for you, Garage. <laughs> Can we tell if these look like... Uh... Human, humanoid bones, or are they like animal corpses or what? Without even making a check, uh, yeah, you can tell there is, it, it seems to be mostly small animal bones. Um, maybe the occasional bigger humanoid bone, but these ghouls were not very well fed. So it was just whatever small scraps came their way. This was probably the biggest meal they had coming, but unfortunately for them, it was too big. Are ghouls a common occurrence in Zobek? Is it something that everybody deals with on a regular basis? No, not especially. This would be pretty alarming to have uh, undead 
this relatively close to the city. You know that the cartways, you know, full of danger and stuff, but the 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 bandits and even the where at, you're like, yeah, okay, that's that's troubling. But that probably goes on a lot here. But having ghouls right here up this close is uh fairly alarming, you would say. We use Zobek as a base of operations to strike to return our homeland from the undead. This is normally a safe area for us. Yeah, this would be... Uh... And with that, he'll turn his cloak uh, into a... Uh, it'll go red with a white eagle on the back. And that would be a sign that he was a hussar for the uh, for Krakow. Okay. Um, most of you would probably recognize that insignia. Even if you're not uh, necessarily familiar, but you would probably know a kingdom's general uh, uh, sign. And that one had become famous because it was uh, viciously conquered. And change it back to black. You guys see Bond take out a little small black book and scribble in it for a second uh, <laughs> with a small pencil and then put the book back into his robes. All right, guys, I promise it's not going to be much. Just It should just be right up here. Ah, this is awful. I got to talk to Uncle Skirtle about this. We're not going to use this guy. This is ridiculous. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to dispatch some undead. It's been a lovely trip so far. <laughs> Rick nods and backs away from you. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Uh, he indicates the uh, this door here. According to my directions, that's, uh, that's where this guy operates out of. Hey, is is she like a a bear now forever? Or how how does this? Uh, can she understand me? Forever is a, a relative term. As long as she can bear it. Uh... Uh, the door. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm glad I didn't go barbarian. The <laughs> <laughs> um, When you, when he asks if uh, I can understand him, mm -hmm. I would look and just kind of give a little. Oh, <laughs> That means wow. she wants to eat you. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Now I'm skin and bones. Scratch her behind the ears. She's mostly harmless. <laughs> I've seen what she can do. Different definition of harmless. Well, apparently she likes you. Or your uncle's paying you well enough to leave you alone. Right. To just be in there. Oh, no, listen at the door. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, give me a perception. Can I smell anything while he's at the door? Give me a perception check with advantage. Good lord. Look at this. Uh, Kovac hears through space and time. <laughs> 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 at 20. My goodness. Um... It's going to be really hard to ambush you guys. <laughs> I'm realizing, like, yikes. Um, so, 
Uh, we'll start with the smell. Io, you can smell, although you just came from a zone of death that was very clearly smelling bad, but with your perception smell, you also smell a similar death odor from the other side of this door. Kovac, you listen very intently and you hear occasionally the sound of what might be like um, liquid bubbling. And then you also hear the sound of like scrabbling, almost like tiny feet. And then even the sound of like squelching, like scrub, You're not sure what a laboratory is supposed to sound like. Sounds nasty in there. And I will volunteer to not go first this time. <laughs> you love it when the when the person going up there rolls perception and then turns around and says, Nope, everybody else can get this one. <laughs> Let's all squeeze the bathroom first. We can just all push from behind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does the door open outward? Though? That's going to be a Winnie the Pooh reference right there with <laughs> yeah. Winnie the Pooh getting stuck in the fucking in rabbit's house. Just, can can oh, we get Io oh. through the through the hallway? Uh, yeah. I don't know if she could open operate the door, and if anything happened, she would very much have disadvantage because she would not be able to turn around. Well, I'll be on top of her going through the hallway to make sure that she can open the door, so I can just. <laughs> That's getting even and... more trickier. <laughs> <laughs> we could just, we could just open the door and back out. And just look. Yeah, I'll take I'll take another long pull from my from my wine skin here and uh, go up to uh, check for traps and at least Kovac, if you could check for traps for me, and then I'll go through the door. I mean, with that with that nat twenty perception check, he he was uh, he he heard everything he heard, and the doors did not look like it was from everything he could see. Um, on this side of the door, there was not any kind of traps. The door uh, also did are... not appear to be locked. Okay, so I'm more than willing to go through first. Um, I can go if you want me to. Yeah, let's let Garrosh m- make up for his... Oh, <laughs> 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 you took that damage like a champ. Get up there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Is he what? okay? Does he need healing? (laughs) He's fine. That's the nicest thing anything's ever said to him. (laughs) You want to heal me? (laughs) I don't see his token. Oh yeah, you're still paralyzed. Still paralyzed. Still paralyzed back there. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, we left. We left Garage back there. (laughs) (laughs) He He fell off the bear. There he is. He was a, he was under one somebody. <laughs> it's hard if you to want to go him. through first. I'm yeah, not going to so, uh, stop you. Girl shall uh, step through the door, and Alaric will be right behind him. We're right behind you. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm really going to try to be stealthy behind him. Is what I'm going to be doing. Okay. Try to dis try to disappear so as he's punching through, they won't even notice me. Yeah. A pungent chemical smell that is not as good as a stealth roll as last time. Nope. Mixed with decay slams into your face, revealing an alchemist's laboratory cluttered with jars and beakers filled with strange things, including several body parts. 
Sprawled near the doorway is a humanoid body, face down, arm extended toward the door, as if trying to escape. Well, Henrik, I'll step in. Seems your area of expertise. Check the body to see if it's undead or not. Uh, with a pointy with a pointy rapier. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. You all come into the room. And uh, you check the body, and immediately from out of... All right, stop moving tokens. From out of the body um, springs what looks like a small uh, bunch of entrails with, like, eyeballs and maybe a hand. And it all looks, like, sewn together, and it's part of its decaying. And it immediately jumps to attack. And, yeah, I rolled a killer fucking stealth roll for this thing. And it is going to spring up at uh, Alaric. Let's do this as a quick surprise. With an 18, it just slams into you. Barely hits. Uh, can, I, uh, can I use an inspiration roll to de- uh, decrease his attack roll? Uh, it depends on what kind of bard he is, I think. Cause it depends on what things you can use for inspiration. Yeah, I'm gonna read back through the stuff real quick. Yeah. In fact, I don't think he is a... Uh, he's only a generic bard for now. Yeah. A generic bard. <laughs> You're the... Picked one up off the shelf. And and the, the, not even, the not even a traditional it's bard. It's the great yeah. value bard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Basic I, bard. I think default is attack rolls, checks, and saving throws. I think all the other saving bard subclasses have different things you can add it to. And I think one of them is decrease AC, but I don't think you can do that with this one. Okay. It so doesn't seem five, to indicate that. Yeah. I take five points of damage. Uh, four bludgeoning plus two necrotic. Plus one, one necrotic. Gotcha. Ah, so you've got... Okay, okay. Uh, just rolls off your back. Um, so we're going to start some combat here against this creature. And you also, at the same time... Um, Garrosh, you see several uh, of these jars suddenly, you notice they didn't have tops on them, and suddenly they spill over to the side and out crawl various body parts. Some of them are hands. One of them looks like a large tongue with, like, teeth sticking out. Uh, <laughs> it's it's pretty gnarly. Hmm. Alrighty, then. So I get the impression that these are undead. Uh, yeah. You get that impression. Don't think, uh... There's a hand here. <laughs> you give me, need a, a, give hand. me a hand. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. You see Brick calling, uh, so has he got the stuff or what? <laughs> Throws the hand at him. All right, we've got... Wow, really? The little undead dude rolled a... Okay. Does everybody have initiative? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yep. Uh, all right, so... This thing will 
uh, crawl its way, and again, very small, literally the size of a limb, uh, crawls its way and looks to go after Alaric. Slam on you. Set up. For oh, a wow. <laughs> wow. DM with two uh, crits on you guys. This one is uh, just balls up into a fist and punches you straight <laughs> in the gut. Just. <sighs> Yeah, I get to roll a lot of dice, but it, luckily for you, it's all D4s. That's eight. That's ten points of damage. I am down. Um, some of that is necrotic damage. Right, which I the pl- four plus four is eight. That's enough to knock me down. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So well, the good news I is you don't am... have to roll for massive damage. <laughs> nope. I'm down. Downed. All right. Uh, that was its turn. Io, you see Alaric just collapse in front of you after this animated hand just punched him square in the gut. Unfortunately, it's going to be very hard for you to get in there. Yeah, I was just going to ask, is there any way I can... I can't, right? I mean, I would have to give you difficult terrain... Because honestly, what we do in our house rules, we have difficult training anytime you have to pass through another willing creature space. And on top of that, you're kind of too big for this area, so it's like double difficult terrain for you. I think if you dash, you could make it just in the room but not do anything. Mm. Or bonus action change into um, battleoid mode. There's your options. Um. Okay. Yeah, why not? We'll we'll throw a little something different out here. Um, I will bonus action change form from my brown bear to... I don't know if... Will I be able to fit through as a giant spider climbing the wall? Or not? Because if I won't, I won't shape. I won't shift. Um, the spider would have an easier way, but you're still... The giant size is certainly still a problem. Um, so it would be... I would I would treat the giant spider like normal difficult terrain for each of the squares. Uh, basically for these three squares. I don't know what the Squeezing speed rules. giant spider is, yeah. So... Squeeze a form. Okay, so my distance is 40 feet as a bear, which would technically get me in the room, but if we halved that... It would get me on top of Alaric. Yeah. And then if I used my dash, could I then just get myself safely into the room? If you dashed, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do that for... The funny thing is, functionally, you're definitely not dashing. You're very carefully making your way past everybody. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, Oh, I can't fit through the door. But, uh, yeah, functionally, you were... Mechanically, yeah. you are dashing. You have to move me into the oh, other Oh, I room. do. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I would I leave I in there. And with that, it ends my turn. You need a push. <laughs> yeah, both, both Bommy and Kovac were shoving from behind. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. 
what are these things? And he just hulks this big greatsword out of its sheath and it's just like glowing light. Um, and he's going to attack. One second. Hand. One second. You have started right. your turn within 30 feet of the rotten gorling, which is the one that crawled out of the body of this creature. I need a con saving throw, please, to survive oh, its putrid no. stench. He should have good con, um, but he gorling. did bad last time. Yeah, gorling. Are you sure you're a barbarian? <laughs> I don't know anymore. I don't know. We're going to see a multi-class into something else. Um, yeah. we, we picked him up next to the generic board. <laughs> Discount barbarian. Um, he is now throwing up instead of Yes, you are literally grossed out to where you have disadvantage on attack rolls. <laughs> uh, but you can always repeat the save at the end of your turn. All right. Um, yeah, so I'll just... Yeah, I'll take I'll take with disadvantage, I guess. Yeah. That and that is... was great. Yeah, that's a two. That's not good. One it's... day I'll roll over ten. Just like, ah, uh... yeah. And you all would know that that effect is specifically coming from the entrail one that crawled out of the body, giving off that putrid stench. Uh, you can repeat the con save though. Try and. Shake off those effects. A five. <laughs> you, uh, if this were a table, I think I'd recommend you throw those dice in the trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put them in the uh, the dice penalty box. Where's that upgrade uh, algorithm button? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, this and you did not rage, correct? No, I'm still throwing up. That's true. Okay. Um. <laughs> I don't think that means I have advantage on you, though. I think it just means you have disadvantage. So, Scorling is just going to attack uh, normal to try to slam into you. That hits. Why? For eight damage. That is some good damage from that thing. Things are nasty pants. Uh, Kovac. An unconscious so I need to make a Alaric in front of you. Uh, yes, you do. Thank you. That is an ongoing effect. In fact, I should put a aura around him. Auras can be a little distracting. Oh no, guys! <laughs> DC's not that high. Come on now. <sighs> All right, so, got disadvantage. Yep. Oh. All right, do something crazy. That's what I like to hear. Step <laughs> over the body of your friend. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Then. Mm. I will take a stab at number one. It's my rapier. Oh boy. Uh, 11 is not quite good enough. Uh, I know some of uh, you might still have inspiration. I, I do. I do have inspiration. Okay. Roll the bardic. Hey. Yeah, there we go. Very inspired. That'll hit. 17, yeah. 
Whoa. Here's... Yeah. That is very solid. Uh, to your dismay, it doesn't quite kill this thing, but you skewer it very mightily and shave off some of its nasty bits and pieces, but it looks like it is uh, extremely damaged from that attack. It's not massive damage? Uh, nope. Massive damage is only from a crit. Okay. Yeah. All right, I will just... That, that used to be our Disengage. rules back in our tomb campaign, but I changed that uh, mm -hmm. for rhyme and onwards to have it only be critical hits trigger massive damage rules. Gotcha. Does that mean Alric has massive damage? Uh, technically, yes. but he went down to zero hit points, so that kind of supersedes okay. it, I think. Okay. <laughs> he, he's got to live to find out. The trauma was, yeah, he'll get a he might have a lingering yeah. injury after this, so we'll find uh, okay. out. Okay. Uh, okay. Speaking of which, you get to make a death save, boss. Uh, that's not that's oh not no. good these oh boy can you use this for <laughs> our can you use uh party these, conspiration on these, these i don't think you can use nope. anything for death oh boy these dice have just not been other than the I'm not high enough level i'm not high enough level to have advantage on death saves yet oh boy we started off so strong you did yep Yep. Does anybody else have healing, just so I know? <laughs> I... <laughs> I think your cleric probably does, but he's bleeding out right now. <laughs> so so it's my turn, right? It is yep. your turn. I have, to, I have to roll constitution saving throw first? Yes, is that, is yes that, what that effect is still going on. You have to roll for being... Bobbing okay. up your guts. Here's here's the ooh, I got lucky. Wow, this is this motherfucker with a minus one con. It's gonna be a five for a second. Okay, so steals his he, guts. He yeah, he's like, and he he steps in for a second, and uh, he pulls out uh, from his robe um, a smaller uh, cobalt sized rapier, right, and he says. Get up, Alaric. We don't have time for this. <clears throat> um, as I cast uh, Healing Word uh, at level one. Hallelujah. Uh, so you have uh, six points. There's the and uh, I will Thank you. Um, strike number one uh, with the rapier. It says that I have Blindsider. So now that he's conscious and awake, I believe I've got an ally within five feet. So I believe I have advantage to attack. <laughs> I love that you didn't do that out of like altruism for your party member. But just nope. because. All right, stand up. I need you to fucking flank this guy right now. <laughs> Get your. Pick up your fucking weapon. We're going right now. The nine damage. Damn, look at this bard coming into play. Turning the tables now. That is uh, very much a killing blow. Cool. Ooh. Yeah, that stench nice. uh, effect dissipates. And your cleric is now up. Do I need to roll on the lingering injury table? Yeah, you do. well, you get to make a con save first. Okay. I believe it's a DC 15. On saves have not been good so far, but this would be a good one. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's a not a good. Uh, did I make a table for lingering injuries? I might not have. Yeah. Did I? I think oh, I, I did. did. I'm Yay. pretty sure it's on there. Yep. Okay. You can click on that table, and you now suffer from post-traumatic stress. Disadvantage on wisdom saving throws or checks. Oof. 
That fits my character. There you go. <laughs> so that stays with you until uh, once per day. Uh, yeah, if we need to go over the rules again, but once per day, um, anybody can make a medicine check with a DC of 20. Expends a healer's kit use, regardless of success, in order to heal the lingering injury. Or you can go uh, wherever there would be a major like temple or someplace uh, to have them cure it for an exorbitant fee. Gotcha. Or live with it. Uh, Bon, that was a pretty effective turn, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm good. All right, and that was a good move, because that thing's turn was next, so it does not get to go. Uh, This one will continue attacking Garrosh, who's not looking too good. Oh, my. <laughs> Welcome to the party. Just <laughs> a bunch of things just... Oh, my god! I think we've become the whipping children to make up for what happens in the main campaign. Uh, is the DMs just taking it out on us? No, this is good. <laughs> this is what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> I think I had two back-to-back crits with these two fucking small little hand things. Like, I can actually show you. Let's see. Just a punch to the lower chin. Yeah, this is an example. They, they can be basically any kind of limb that's animated and undead, but the picture here is a swarm of uh, hands, basically. Midgard's version of the crawling claw. Gorling. Yikes, yeah. Awesome. The barbarian goes down. Um... This one, these are not very intelligent undead. Um, so we're going to have, let's see. Although I'd have to move away from Alaric. So it'll choose between the bard and the cleric. And fate has chosen the bard. So this one will crawl up towards you, Bon. Oh, you want some too? <laughs> to strike at you. What the oh, fuck? The weighted, what the dice. fuck is going on? I swear. I no. want to dice, Eric. I swear. <laughs> Probably gonna knock out the decayed hands. Okay, so this is where you guys are gonna watch Buffy go down immediately. <laughs> like a fucking sack of potatoes. Just what on earth? Is this the third crit in a row for these things? Yeah. Ah. Uh... I have a, I have, I'll be honest, I have a mixture of emotions right now. All right. Uh, that's a lot of dice. Eight plus five is thirteen. No. It's eight, nine, it's 10, 13. 13. Okay, yeah, I'm down. Okay. <laughs> just grabs you in the throat and just takes you down. <laughs> just crawl up. Yeah. Oh, my God. So about that TPK that you've never had, right, Eric? <laughs> Oh my lord. I don't know what's happening. I am. Famous Bear! Famous the, bear. Shortest ca- the shortest campaign in D&D history. And they all died from a bunch of severed hands. Okay. Um, I think you have bear... to nuke the site from orbit just to be sure. Like, there's nothing. I am going to look around the room and see just a shitstorm happening. <laughs> And I'm going to get up on my hind legs and just give a roar um, that you guys would probably understand as, like, 
angst over what's happening. And uh, then I'm going to channel that and I'm going to use it to hopefully uh, completely murderize number two. I'm going to come back down and bite it. Need some murderizing. Oh, yeah. Uh, does hit for seven. Uh, you viciously rip it up, but it's still unlive. Okay, <laughs> hey, I'm just gonna tear at it as it's on the ground and try to rip it apart. Oh boy, like a dog with a chew toy. Oh, ten. Does she um, have the bardic? I don't remember. I have your regular. Which I'm going to use ah. so that we don't hopefully get a TPK. Um, <laughs> is that just the re-roll? How does that work? One, yeah, just re-roll the attack without any advantage. Just, yep. Okay. Uh, I don't know why it's rolling at advantage. Oh, probably. Oh, do you have it set up to just default? Yeah. Uh, okay, so there we go. 19 will hit. Okay. 14 and, slash 18. Yeah, I know. That bear is, yeah. You do not want that bear to miss because you have TPS. So good. Uh, you very satisfyingly do immediately swap and crush and just do like the dog with the chew toy thing and just and throw it against the wall. Okay. Who do I see down right now? Just like, so I can Everybody take except for Kovac. Well, Al Alaric came back up. Alaric was healed. I'm not okay. standing up yet, though. Okay. But you're, but you're alive. That's what I'm Conscious. asking. Yeah. Conscious. Yeah. Yeah. Might not know that. No longer bleeding out. Um, the <laughs> bard and the troll, uh, trollkin are both down and bleeding out currently. Okay. Um, I'm going to stay. Uh, if I move over here, would that block your attack, Kovac, or would you be able to, would I be able to shield you? No, you can move there. That's fine. Yeah, that's what I want to kind of shield him if I can. Will I Step fit? Protectively over the bodies. You you can take up the spot of the bodies now because they're not standing up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I want to do that to shield Kovac. Okay. Now it's the end of my turn. All right, Garrosh, that's a... If you want to do that in the first episode, right? Oh, oh my God. boy! I'm gonna roll over it and one day. Oh my goodness sakes! Oh my goodness! Uh, the squirling will now target the bear. It at least knows to do that much. Can we get a fourth crit in a row? Wait, yes. what? Can. <laughs> Can't imagine. Uh. Oh, what I did 30, roll 20, 30, close 20. Yeah. Well, hits, yeah. Uh, seven damage for the bear. Okay. Bear can take it. Go to the rat folk. I will shoot my short bow at number three. Okay. I mean, if you if you want a melee, I don't. Um, you can always step over the body of the kobold, but you can obviously shoot as well. I don't want to get clocked. That's fair. Uh, did you have advantage? Yes, I have pack tactics. Ah. Uh, yeah, 17 hits. Dory and Alaric are okay. So 10 piercing. And sneak attack. 
sneak attack. 16 oh, yeah. damage. Attack, this is great. Uh, that is a one-hit knockout. You see it, like, it crawling menacingly toward the, the bound bodies, and then it just, like, pin it against the wall. All right. Uh, that's it for that's it for me. Uh, so Alaric, you are you have been healed. No more death saves. I'm going to stand up okay. and reach down, pick up my um, bard friend, and cast cure wounds luckily there's a lot of redundancies with the healers which is a good thing to have <laughs> so that's 1d8 plus 5 so it's uh, what is plus, it r slash plus 5 slash r yeah. Slash R, thank you. Um, you should have cure wounds as a thing in your attacks and spellcasting, I think, that okay. you can click. So oh yeah, where your points. weapons are, I might do that. Nine uh, points. Bon's eyes kind of immediately open. And he's like, oh, I pick you up as well when I do it. <laughs> oh, I think right, it was so like cradling you, right? Is that what you were doing? <laughs> oh, that's not a cradle. I'm just oh. picking him up by the by the shirt from oh. the shirt and lifting him up and setting him down. That was much more endearing. You're just grabbing. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah, there's not much. There's you're not going to see a lot of sentimentally coming mm-hmm. from him. Yeah. Um, but so what what are you saying, Brandon? What happens when you wake up? Oh, just uh, I think as like he comes to him, like, Mommy, no, oh, ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> your nine hit points almost fully healed him, also. By the way. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, give me that con save for a lingering injury, oh, sure, 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 with his minus one. Yeah, roll on that lingering injury table. What's the DC for that? 15. 15. Okay. I got a concussion. Okay. Yeah, so when you have these injuries, just find a spot to put them on your sheet. I don't know um, wherever we can remember. That is uh, meant to be an ongoing effect until it gets healed. All right, you still see uh, one of those creatures on the desk near the bear. And then uh, Garage is still down under the bear. Oh, is it my turn? I'm sorry. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, as as he comes to uh, <clears throat> with Alaric, and he kind of snaps back to where he was. He'll uh, uh, still prone. He'll actually he'll just lay on the ground, and he'll be like Garage. Oh no, he's not on the ground anymore. He'll bend down and he'll see he'll see him there and he'll say, Garage, get back up. You've got work to do. Start uh, the heal train. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got five points of healing. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh which is a bonus action. Mm-hmm. Uh and then he will 
say, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't have a clever quip. It's getting too late for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you were just unconscious a second ago. So yeah. it is You're all thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> How wise are these things? Not very, but let's find out. Plenty of things have happened. All right, it's a pretty good roll, but it is viciously mocked. Can they hear things? I wonder if that's a, a creature you can see and that can hear you. It doesn't say that it's immune to those effects, so okay. okay. I'm gonna, like I said, it's some of those rules are kind of funky, but. It somehow understands you on a on a primitive level. <laughs> that was when it's being mocked. Uh, but it is still up, so it is Io's turn. Uh, okay, I just want to, I just want to rip this thing apart with my claws. Yeah. Uh. And yeah. That'll do it for sure. Uh, 11 damage. Yeah, the bear's been putting in some work over here. And with that vicious uh, destruction, uh, that appears to be uh, the last creature in this room. As that happens, I would like to drop my bear form. And as soon as I drop my form... I'm going to cast Goodberry, mm. and I am going to hand those suckers out. Um, I have ten, so I will give. Uh, 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 how many are you? Three. We four. we can assume. You shove some in Garrosh's mouth so he doesn't have to make another death save. <laughs> yeah, so that's, yeah. yeah, that's you got the I'm healing word. Got oh, he got the healing word. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, so Garrosh, go ahead and give me the con save, and I am looking for you to flex the barbarian con. We just assume he failed for <laughs> the lingering injury. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> Tyler, man, holy nope. shit. Nope. <laughs> Whoa. All right, roll on the lingering injury table. We are three for three. Worst barbarian experience. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. oh, I have no. a crippled limb. A crippled limb. No longer hold my sword. <laughs> you, can, you, can choose, you can choose leg or arm. But they're both bad. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk around with a limp leg. All right. My Got goodness. the Will Wheaton dice. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to. Can, can we flavor it? I, I don't know. Maybe it's not fair, but maybe that Dory stepped on it in her. Yeah, the IO accidentally stepped on it while yeah, you were unconscious. Yeah. I love it. Gross, gross, just laying there like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I intend to write a strongly worded letter to Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I. Uh, is that Gantham? What the hell? Wait, what? He, he's looking at the body, uh, Brick. He can ID a body from these piles of limbs? Well, no, there was a there was an actual body. Um, oh. Remember, that, there, was a, I, there was a lot that happened here. I'm going to move the yeah. Gorlings off here, but there was a, a straight uh, up, yeah, the first thing in yeah. here. 
the guy who was trying to get away. That I went to poke with a rapier and yep, and then his gut with yep, and then his guts popped out basically. Yeah, which uh, you guys can uh, we'll we'll kind of quickly loot the room, um, and uh, you find. Let's see, so the room it clearly is an alchemist's laboratory. So you do find a full set of alchemist supplies that somebody can have. You also find uh, a jar of alchemist's fire, two vials of acid, and a potion of healing. The body has a silver dagger, a small coin purse, and I rolled uh, how much money he would have, and it was hilariously low. Um, 17 copper and 6 silver pieces. I guess he was between sales. Uh, you also find a note on the body. Reads. Reads, roll 20 is frozen. There we go. Um, Bartleby. This place was well worth the gold it cost to renovate. The lycanthropes north of here are resourceful lads, and have already brought me subterranean regents. Components it would take months to find on the surface. I have a good feeling about this grimy little workshop, despite the foul odors of the neighboring burrow, burrows and the ranting of those madcap goblins. I have noticed unsavory activity in the warrens east of here, hooded fellows who steal about in odd hours of the night, and I fear other monstrosities have taken up residence in the tunnels nearby. Send your best man at once to dispatch some old hometown justice. My coin is good. The anthem. You also find he has a spell book on him. And it looks like a bunch of uh, necromancy spells. Hmm. And within, uh, as you flip through, uh, you see two spell scrolls that fall out. A scroll of false life and a scroll of protection from evil and good. And I won't go over them now, but uh, uh, do remember we have uh, house rules for spell scrolls where basically anybody can use them. It just requires a check to see if uh, it triggers a wild magic surge, if you get it off correctly or not. Both of those are on my list, so I can use them straight up. There you go. Well, I can use the alchemist supplies. I don't know how far you wanted to get into the specifics of splitting stuff up here. Uh, It's up to you guys. Um, But yeah, we can kind of... Uh, we're... I have interest in the scrolls and the alchemist fire. Uh, perhaps, Kovac, you should have this... Um, did you say it was a small dagger? Silver, silver. dagger? A silver yeah, dagger? I'll take a silver dagger, yes. Since you were so yeah. kind as to give the runt some. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Potion of healing would be nice. <laughs> 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 oh, do you want one of these scrolls? No, that's okay. You can keep them. I can't cast when I'm a bear. Unbearable. Mm-hmm. It's unbearable mm-hmm. to me. I think everybody at this point just looks glassy eyed when the pun washes over them. <laughs> Nobody even cracks a smile. <laughs> you, you said there was that a... many crits in one encounter. That's happens. That man. was nuts. <laughs> You said there's a small vial of acid too, right? Uh, two vials of acid. Two vials of acid. Yeah. Um, I'll give one to Kovac, 
and yeah. I'll, I'll keep one. Okay. Uh, I divvied up the good berries too in the chat. So oh, oh, thank you. You guys want to keep? Yep. You guys are free to short rest down here if you feel like that would be prudent. Since uh, you all took a horrible beating. I'll tell the amazing tale of Garrosh failing over and over. <laughs> <laughs> Which is oddly uh, rest rest restorative to Garrosh himself as well. <laughs> he, he finds comfort in that. <laughs> he just likes hearing his name. Yeah. Garrosh had a bad day. Uh. Yeah, uh, there is a short rest uh, macro for that. By the way, uh, if you click on your token, there should be a, a button, I think, or or you click on the macro. I think you have to uh, check the show macro quick bar. Yeah, put uh, it in bar across the bottom. Yeah, and across the top if you want. Yep, or you can just click into the macro thing. But yeah, yeah consider using it, guys. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um. And then during that rest, uh, Brick manages to find the ingredients uh, that he requires, which is, uh, he's like, ah, son of a bitch, didn't have it, though. Uh, and different jars, one is labeled powdered roach, another one bat tongues, and a third one is a jar of carrion beetle saliva. And all of you eaten a lot of food at the rampant roach, so, you know, whatever you want to make of that is up to you. <laughs> But it is delicious. <laughs> um, but you all can, uh, after your short rest uh, in these nasty facility, uh, Brick very much encourages you all to get the hell out of here and get back up to the rampant roach. I say you guys earned your pay today. Ah, I can't thank you enough. I would have been murdered like six times. I was. Six. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry about that. That looks real bad. Ah, uh, that looks worse than Scruffs. Uh, I did it for you. <laughs> um, uh, thanks. I'm sorry. I think that's like an extra long time to get back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little less uh, a little less jaunt in the step, I would say. That sure. walking so well these days. <laughs> um, as we close things down, um, you all return to the surface streets um, with all of that loot and the uh, cryptic notes return to the rampant roach, um, you can say whatever you want to Skirtle. You all certainly look like you've been through the ringer. Um, but uh, Brick, before you even say anything, Brick comes in and is just gushing about the heroics you've all been through and like, holy crap, and then the bear, and then, uh, you know, crashing down the door, and then, uh, you know, who was at the open the door? Um, Alaric opening the door and just getting absolutely laid out by the this the guy's entrails and these the ghouls and just all just like a like a child when an adult first comes into the room and they're just going a mile a minute and Skirtle's just wide eyed and says, Ah, I'm so sorry. I no idea it was going to be that dangerous. I never would have sent you down there. I I, I cannot thank you enough for protecting a dear brick. I would have felt horrible if any of you have, have uh been lost down there. I've never been gut punched before. <laughs> literally. Severed hand, yeah. <laughs> no, I got hit by his guts. So I was literally <laughs> gut punched. <laughs> that's damn, that's a good one. 
You were gut punched. Um, yep. And while you guys are are sitting and telling this tale to Skirtle, the sound of shattered glass cascades throughout the rampant roach, and a dusty beam of light pierces through the room from a hole in the window. And the fist-sized rock comes hurtling in and splutches onto like a, a pie sitting on the counter, and bits goes everywhere. And you hear a booming older voice that you all recognize. Hearing, come out, you scaly mutt. We know you're in there. It's time to face real justice. And with that, I think we are going to end this session. Uh, just about eh, a little over than three hours, but uh, we snuck it in there. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you to Brandon, Dory, Genocider, Tyler, and Stan for playing. And thank you. To all of the wonderful uh, patrons for making these sessions happen. Thank you, Kat. Uh, shouts to Platinum patrons, Joe, Will, Thomas, Adam, Stan, William, I'm Loud, Brandon, Genocider, David, Eclectic, Role Player Role, Christopher, Brian, William, David, Jam and Clams, Christina, Quarry, and Koa1337. And gold patrons, RPG, Papercrafts, Pretty Boy, and Yuma, Marcus, Dead Lizard, Lounge, Sam, Lumpy Spuds, Jerome, Nathan, Fast Like a Tortoise, Scott, Humanoid, Size, Sphincters, and Stephanie. Thank you all very much for your support. Tune in next time for more adventures in Empire of the Ghouls. Night. Thank you. (laughs) My goodness. Bye. That went classical. (laughs) I probably should have gotten more murder toned with everything that happened. This is fine. (laughs) Brings it on down. Yeah, we needed this. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's a good dichotomy.